At RazRadioLive.com, we have something for you every day of the week. Here are just some of our featured programs. On Sunday, The Wolf is Loose Radio with Jay Wolfman from 5 to 7 p.m., followed by The Week in Review with Kevin Harris from 7 to 9. Monday, The International Heist Radio Show with Frank Castle from HeistClick, 7.30 to 9.30. Tuesday, The Mallard Report with Jim Mallard from 9 to 10. Wednesday, it's Monkey Snout Radio with Ferris from 9 to midnight. On Thursday, the 10-second tirade with Salty and Lexi from 9 to 10. On Friday, it's the Lawrence Ross Waterhead Show from 7 to 9, followed by the Rob Revere Show from 9 to 10. Saturday, Guilty by Association with Scott, Salty, Joe, Jimmy, and Charlie from 3 to 6. For the full lineup, archives, and updated news shows, visit the RazRadioLive.com homepage. RazRadioLive.com. You don't know what you're missing. The soul has no limitation. While I was there, I saw the Iraqi soldiers coming to the hospital with guns. They took the babies out of the incubators. Took the incubators and left the children to die on the cold floor. The U.S. public is outraged. The result? Support for land war zooms. It's a turning point. Desert Storm is launched. It's one phase in a $10 million joint U.S.-Kuwaiti campaign of deception. This man is lying. I myself buried 14 newborn babies that had been taken from their incubators. This man is lying. They had kids in incubators, and they were thrown out of the incubators so that Kuwait could be systematically dismantled. There were a lot of people who participated in a conspiracy. Yes, an out-and-out conspiracy. The danger to our country is growing. The Iraqi regime possesses biological and chemical weapons. The Iraqi regime could launch a biological or chemical attack in as little as 45 minutes. That the Iraqi regime continues to possess and conceal some of the most lethal weapons ever devised. Saddam Hussein has gone to elaborate lengths, spent enormous sums, taken great risks to build and keep weapons of mass destruction. Saddam Hussein is determined to get his hands on a nuclear bomb. Nuclear weapon. Nuclear weapon. Nuclear weapon. Active chemical munitions. Bunkers, mobile production facilities. We know he's got chemical weapons. He's got them. He's got them. Weapons of mass destruction. Weapons of mass destruction. Saddam has resumed his efforts to acquire nuclear weapons. Develop nuclear weapons. Nuclear weapons. Weapons of mass death. In developing a weapons program. The danger to our country is growing. The Iraqi regime possesses biological and chemical weapons. The Iraqi regime is building the facilities necessary to make more biological and chemical weapons. The Iraqi regime could launch a biological or chemical attack in as little as 45 minutes after the order was given. And continuing ties to terrorist organizations. And there are al-Qaeda terrorists inside Iraq. The regime is seeking a nuclear bomb. Weapons. Weapons of terror, terrible weapons, weapons of mass destruction, chemical weapons, weapons, weapons of mass destruction. 
dangerous weapons, even more dangerous weapons, biological weapons, chemical agents, chemical weapons, chemical attacks, chemical and biological weapons, chemical and biological weapon weapons, ballistic missiles, chemical or biological weapons, chemical or biological attack, chemical and biological attack. At this point, not ordered military engagement in the situation, but the point that you made about uh, chemical and biological weapons is critical. Uh, that's an issue that doesn't just concern Syria, it concerns our close allies in the region, including Israel. Uh, it concerns us. We cannot have a situation where chemical or biological weapons are falling into the hands of the wrong people. Uh, we have been very clear to the Assad regime, but also to other players on the ground that a red line for us is we start seeing a whole bunch of chemical weapons moving around or being utilized. Uh, that would change my calculus. That would change my equation. I'm especially troubled uh, by reports of that chemical weapons might have been used against the civilian populations. Any use of chemical weapons anywhere by anybody, under any circumstances, would violate international law. Such a crime against humanity uh, should result in serious consequences uh, for the perpetrator. I have called on the Syrian government to extend its full cooperation uh, so that the mission can swiftly investigate uh, this most recent in incident. Uh, international norms and international law. This is Martin Truther on RazRadio.com.
is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Offering is the truth, nothing more. Well, there's something we've all been looking for, especially this week, isn't it? I want to welcome you guys to the first 52 on RamsRadioLive.com. We're coming to you live, straight from Pima Region 4 in Southwest Florida. Wow. You know, I, I left this morning with one thing, I came back with another thing. Who knows what the hell they're going to do anymore? You know what I got to say? The first thing that comes to my mind is, hey, Congress, get back to fucking work. Your hiatus is over. Your vacation is done. You got business to do. September 9th is too far away. Yeah, well, I, I believe I heard Rand Paul, and I, I, I think I pulled that audio, uh, talking about Congress having to come back, and they've already had the chat. There shouldn't be a chat. If they think they want to go to war, if, if they think our president wants to go to war, then come back and do your freaking job. That's what you're there for. So with that said, I'm sure we're going to get into a bunch of stuff tonight. Uh, I'll be honest, a lot of it is going to be based Syrian-based. I know Martin's going to probably have a lot to talk about that. Martin Truth will be joining us in a couple minutes here. Uh, I'm sure he'll have a lot to talk about with that. Uh, and then in the second hour, we got a uh, an activist, Tori Higgins. She'll be joining us. Um, she's been really strong with uh, supporting uh, Adam Kokesh, and she has some ways you can support him. She has some things she wants to uh, bring us up to speed with. So I look forward to talking to her. She's been on my Facebook for a long, long time. I've never actually talked to her, so it'll be nice to talk with her. Then the third hour, we're going to open up the phone lines. You guys uh, listening in, listening up, you... Uh, Give us your, your thoughts and your opinions on what we're going to talk about tonight. So, of course, sitting to my right, you're still to my right, right? I'm to your right, All right. right. My beautiful wife, Lexi. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? I don't know. Are you concerned? I might be a little concerned. About my disposition? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you should be. And then about 105 <laughs> miles away, give or take, is the good old four-toed one. How you doing, buddy? What's up? What's up? What's new? Same shit, different day. Well, that's good to hear. Have a good day. You're not going to bring it out of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> good day, sir. <laughs> uh, how's your week been? Pretty good. Pretty good. 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 I'm glad to hear it. Not as good as today, Could but you have a good the week. Other channel? Uh, yeah, of course I can. Yeah, I always forget that one. So, lots of things going on in the world right now. Um, we've yeah, been- no, I had come home. I was out doing some stuff this morning, and I came home, and I turned on the TV, and every effing channel had uh, Obama saying something. And I was really just trying to ignore it because I woke up this morning, and I found out that the uh, UN inspectors left Syria. And in my head was like, it's a matter of time. And then by the, you know, it's four hours later, five hours later, he's talking about, I'm going to go and see if Congress will let me go bomb brown people. Yeah, it's it's weird because I read an article this morning while I was on the uh, you know the, the throne, and it said mm-hmm. uh, you know oh well you know I I I, uh, I have the authority to do this without Congress's approval um uh, you know so uh 
Which he doesn't. I don't know where he gets the idea did, did he, he has the authority to do that. Did he really say that? Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Actually, he does. He, 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 uh, Congress gave him the, the power to have a, a, a war for, I think, 120 days, three months before congressional uh, approval. So he is correct. But that's because presidents before him kept nagging uh, Congress. Right. Hey, can I do this? Hey, can I do this? Hey, can I? So Congress is like, fuck you. All right, you guys could do it for 120 days. So the, and so, then come back. So the Constitution doesn't mean anything anymore, basically, then, because, you know, within the Constitution, uh, the, unless there's direct action on the U.S., you have to go through Congress. There is no other option. And, of course, Bush right, so circumvented Cong- that and changed everything. Well, many, many, many presidents have done it. From like the second a president on up, they've been usurping the Constitution. And, uh, you know, it just, most people just think in, in this time zone, you know, and oh, Obama's a douchebag. And, you know, before that, oh, uh, Bush was a douchebag. Before that, you know, most people don't remember Clinton being a douchebag, you know, because that's the guy where the, uh, the, uh, Enron loophole was created, which caused all these fucking derivatives to happen. So every president's bad. Every single one of them. Even George Washington himself. Yeah, well, well nobody's we, perfect. Yeah, nobody is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it, but if they follow the rules written of, out for them, then... Right. Simple set of instructions. It's not like it's the fucking U.S. tax code, which is, you know, thousands of pages. It's, you know, two pages. You know, this, this is, is... Actually, it's more than that. This is but, what you, you know, can the, do. The, the this Bill is of what rights. you should do. And this is what your responsibility is. Right. It's amazing and nobody how, seems to know that. It's amazing how they circumvent that and just go around and do what they want to do. <clears throat> um, there shouldn't be yeah. su- such complexity to it, though. To I mean, there, to there really should be clear lines as to was as to what those in power and overseeing us should and shouldn't do. All right. I mean, so let I me think... ask you a question. All right. The Second Amendment says Congress okay. shall make no law. Right. What's what? What is it exactly? Congress and make sure low law, blah 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 guns. And <laughs> blah 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 guns. You said the Second Amendment. No, not the I Second Amendment. I heard somebody else Amendment. on the news today say blah blah blah. No, for, yeah, no. Well, the First Amendment's about you know freedom of speech. Free speech. Second Amendment. Second Amendment. Right to bear arms. Right. Nope. And it's 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 relatively short, right? What is it? What is it saying? Which one? Second Amendment. Oh, a well-regulated militia being necessary to. The security of the free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay. What is that? 25, 30 words? There are 20,000 gun laws on the books across the country today. So 20,000 times the uh, Second Amendment has been usurped. And in addition... (laughs) And, well, we'll do this now, and uh, we'll just go around this one, and go around that one. And I might add... (laughs) Well, right, and, and it's all how they interpret it. It's oh, well, we interpret it to mean this. Meanwhile, you know, it's it's right there in black and white. And you know, if we were talking to Brad tonight, he'd be like, "Well regulated, right?" That's what he says. Well, re- that's the part of the, of the Second Amendment he likes to t- talk about. But it doesn't say well regulated. He doesn't say the the part after well regulated militia, which is a group of people. The individual has the right to bear arms unencumbered. Right, and the same arms that the that the military has, which it doesn't say that. But it's uh, it's it's, imp- it's why implied. Why can't I own a missile launcher? Why it, can't I own a missile launcher? It's implied. I get your point. It's not Absolutely. likely. Don't get me started on Brad Friedman because I had a, a Twitter debate with him while I'm sitting on the beach this afternoon. Oh geez. <laughs> so uh, it, it was all about climate change or global warming or global cooling or whatever the hell we're calling it now. 
It's not my priority right now. Yeah, no, honestly. it's really not my priority either. Okay. So uh, we're just waiting on. for for Mr. Martin to call in. I just uh was messaging with him, so we should have him join us here very soon. Uh like I said, I'm I'm sure he's got a lot to to talk about. There's a lot of protests going on today. I saw a lot of really uh great pictures from from different protests out there. Um I know Cynthia was at one in Brooklyn. We had one right up there in Tampa. Honestly, I'd like to gauge the pulse of how those outside of a protest feel about the effectiveness of it. Do you feel like it's it's angering the outsiders of it or it's actually awakening people? Because I think the whole thought process behind protesting is to awaken others and to derive change from it. But I don't know if that's what is actually being accomplished or not. I, I, I think it's pissing people off and they're not getting the whole point of it. Personally, but who knows? Prote- protesting never works anyway. Doesn't matter. It doesn't wake anybody up. Well, it barely wakes anybody up. It, it wakes it up a small amount, have, I think. Right? Doesn't do anything. It doesn't it? Doesn't do a significant amount. And if Cynthia was listening to me, she'd fucking kill me. Uh, yeah, I know she would. Well, I, I if honestly, if I wasn't on call, I'm just today, trying to be realistic. I'm not trying to hurt or not hurt people's feelings. But what is it accomplishing? Right. Is what I'm asking. Exactly. Be realistic, and that's what I'm trying to be. But it, you know, well, it makes some people feel better. It makes some people feel like they're they're doing something, which is an important thing for people to feel that they're doing so something. That for that person there, it makes them feel better about themselves, like they did right, something but, today. Well, yeah, yet, of course. But I yet mean, they're still paying for it to happen. They're still paying for the bombs that are going over to kill brown people. Yeah, well, they they complain about it, but they still pay for it. Yeah, of course, that's, you know, how it, it, it works, unfortunately, because we have a system that we've agreed to, um, you know, live under. Really? Yeah, we really. We agreed to the 16th Amendment? Well, no. We you, you get my point. As Americans, no, that's, no, that, that's that was, part that, of... That was, for, that was forced on us by, the, you know, the king. Well, that was 1913. We weren't alive at that time, so people prior to us... Could one clarify the 16th Amendment for It's what brought listening. the Internal Revenue Service... Uh, to it, our, it's l- the right to levy taxes yeah. on income. In other words, the 16th Amendment, uh, is it the 16th Amendment? Yeah, I believe it is. 16th or 17th Amendment. Um, either one of them is actually fucked up. Uh, th- that amendment is the one that made us into slaves. Well, the creation of the Federal Reserve in the 16th Amendment, yes. No, it's the law that goes behind it. If they if they created the Federal Reserve and didn't have didn't force us to use this one currency, it would just go away. You know, this is the whole reason why. You know, I, I hate to mention it so early in the show, but this is why I talk about Bitcoin. It's not because I love Bitcoin. It's because I'm I'm trying to get people to, to open their eyes to an alternative currency. Okay, do you think it would be easier for people to understand Bitcoin or understand like a bartering type system? And a bartering. But see, oh, but the yeah. thing is, then Bitcoin comes after that. If okay, if you're open to the fact that if, you're... if we're looking for change and we want and we want to make a fast action, uh, wouldn't it make more sense to discuss something that someone would be more driven to and and turn to quickly, or are we going to go Bitcoin route? Yeah, but you do realize that the the IRS will come after you if you barter. It'll it it wants fair market value. For what you've bartered with somebody else. This is, this is, this is actually in the books. There are small right, so bartering. Por- portions of the world that are practicing like a bartering system. Well, I'm saying that in is this effective. Uh, in this oh, country. In your area. <laughs> Alright, so the United States is the big, is the biggest economy on the planet. You know what the, the second biggest economy on the planet is? 
I don't know, Switzerland? The global underground market, the global black market, is the second biggest economy on the planet. Now, here, it, it's, it's, it's planet-wide, so, you know, there's only 330 million people in this country. Meanwhile, there's, you know, billions of people using the un- underground economy. Hmm. I, but that doesn't necessarily eliminate you paying taxes and supporting the wars that we're about to enter into some more. You know, nope. by by using Bitcoin, you're still receiving your currency in, uh, you know, in, in yeah. But they can't t- they can't take their thirty percent off the top. Syria doesn't want us there. Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. Absolutely, that's one of the audio clips I pulled. Um, it, it's a pretty. Uh, Lexi started laughing when she heard the one audio clip. As a matter of fact, while we're waiting for Martin, let's. Uh, well, it's a big fat joke. Why are we here. waiting? This is a big joke, people. Um, we weren't effective in Iraq, Iran. We shouldn't be there. It's it's completely ineffective. War doesn't work. It never has. It never will. And we shouldn't be there. I'm you know sorry, ha- but that's just it. Do you know what just happened within the last six weeks in Syria? Uh, chemical weapons went off. The UN inspectors no, no, were there. No, 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 no. Uh, what, you, what usually is the underlying issue? They when started we using war, their own currency or separated themselves from the oil, um, not oil, uh, from the... Uh, petrodollar. Petrodollar, yes, thank you. Right. Okay, so what happened was is that their currency is so far debased that the uh, the, the, the Grand Puba, the head the HNIC over there in Syria, says we you will no longer be able to use any other currency other than the Syrian currency. So that probably angered, you know, the world banking system. And they said, all right, let's get our pit bull to go and, f- and figure out a reason to attack them. And, of course, that would be the U.S. And and they had to make up that reason to attack them to even make it better, you know, because uh, I still am not convinced, no matter how much they want to say, they have evidence showing that it was definitely the Assad's uh, uh, Syrian government and Assad who, uh, you know, did this chemical attack. I don't believe it. Uh, there's, who, there's, who made us the world police? Uh, well, that's so another thing, if, yeah. So what if they fucking use chemical weapons on their people? They do the same thing to this country. Yeah. What do you think fucking tear gas and uh, pepper spray is? Well, it, it's, it's a it's, chemical weapon. It's a big deal that 400 kids died at the hands of uh, the Syrian government, if that's oh, really? really who it was. But, um, you know, don't mind the, the thousands of kids that, and civilians we've killed in Afghanistan and Iraq. With drone strikes. With drone right. strikes and... uh depleted uranium All the, the ones that did live are disfigured well it's it's difficult to separate yourself and the way that i look at it is and dave i think you can understand because you don't believe in borders and you don't believe in in separating out and that we have our own boundaries and our own place that we're all one um you know, it's like my father explained to me from when i was really young he was like if you think about it this way where your neighbor that the man that lives next door is beating his wife and you're a man sitting in your home are you going to ignore it or are you going to go over there and do something about it are you going to say something so it's hard to separate yourself so i understand it in that manner but when you pull in an entire populace like this and you want to involve them when they're down and out and they have their own shit to handle I mean, it, it's sort of finding a balance and figuring out what you should and shouldn't do. It is a difficult situation, and it's and it's difficult to make a decision. Um, and you can think of it limited, or you can think of it in a broad manner. Uh, but <laughs> I I right, don't so think we li- should be involved. We're not wanted there. 
I mean, it's like the wife saying, no, step out. I got this shit. And that's what Syria is saying. All right. Basically. So let's, let's use, let's use your next door neighbor's wife beat and get the story. All right. Okay. Suppose you see the neighbor beating the wife. Now, do you call your brother to come over and kick their ass? Well, like I and said, brother, there, there are circumstances here because think of Syria. Well, this, no, this is exactly think of, what happened. Think of Some, Syria as the wife going, I can handle this. Your kids. I'm married. I know what this man is like, and I can handle this. I got this. Get the fuck off my property, which is what Syria is saying. Do you go, no, I'm going to kick your husband's ass? <laughs> do you do that? And do you take down the, the children involved in, in the process of it? Or do you go home and mind your own fucking business? Let's, I mean, uh, here's what here's what I would do. And this is exactly all right, wrap what it I up would with do. that because we got our guest waiting. So, all right, I would say to the wife, "Hey, listen, I will help you get a, you and help you and your kids get away. If you if you want help, I'll get away. I will not go over and kick that guy's ass or shoot him in the knee. I will help you get away, and that's it." But there you see, go. There, there's a lot of complications. There is a lot of complications. Let's let's bring another voice into this. Um, those of you may or may not remember, we had Martin on. God, it's been almost a year, I'll bet you, Martin. Um, welcome back to the first 52. How you been? I've been great. It's, and it's great to be back. I, hasn't been that long, my God. Almost. <laughs> yeah, it's wow. been a while, man. It's, it definitely has been a while. Um, I, first of all, I would like to apologize to you for a couple weeks ago. Um, things got a little hectic and unfortunately I dropped the ball and didn't get in touch with you, uh, in time. That's fine. It turns out today is such a wonderful day to do this. I've uh, been helping organize a local out of you know stay out of Syria peace rally in Eugene uh, today, and we had a great turnout. And we got news just at the beginning of the turnout that Obama had reversed himself and said he was going to seek congressional approval before attacking Syria. Which, you know, if our Congress can do half as well as the British Commons did <laughs> yeah, last, last, about two days ago, was it? Yep. Um, I think we're I think we're going to be in good shape. Yeah, it's funny. I was saying when I woke up this morning, I was reading an article and it was talking about Obama saying, "Well, I don't need congressional congressional approval. I have the author authorization to do this if I feel you know we want to or need to." And then I come home uh, later in the day and I really wasn't watching the news that much while we were out. We we tend to take a few hours to the beach before the show. Uh, and when I come home, he's backpedaled and now, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna seek, uh, Congress's approval and, you know, that's how, that's how it's, it should be done. But, you know, I might still have to go forward even if they don't give it to me, but I'm gonna go to them first. It's like, you know, uh, going to your mom and asking if you can go to the party and she say no, but then you sneak out the window to go anyway. <laughs> or you ask your dad. Yeah, or you go ask your dad, right, exactly. <laughs> um, just one congressional representative to say they would initiate impeachment proceedings if he does that, I think. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That's what Biden said when he was uh, running for, for office back in 2008. Uh, he said that uh, if the president, then Bush, went ahead and, and started a war without congressional approval, that he himself would go ahead and be participating in the movement to uh <laughs> impeach, <push. laughs> to impeach right. yeah. and i was going to well, say didn't a lot right. of them didn't i was going to say didn't a lot of them back then when bush was going uh into afghanistan and and all these different places weren't they all saying well you know you have to get authority authorization and this is the way it works and if you go against this we're going to impeach you blah blah, blah. All, a lot of these people that are now pushing for it <laughs> yeah i wouldn't uh, give them all credit i would i would give dennis kucinich credit because he actually initiated 
or tried to initiate impeachment proceedings back then. That, yeah, that is true. Now, I'm looking at your, your Facebook page here, uh, and if you guys want to follow him, it's Martin Truther. Uh, he puts out a lot of great stuff. Uh, is that a picture from today in your, in your banner there? Oh, let's see. Um, no, that's a picture from the same place, a lot of the same people, but from 10 years ago protesting the... Uh, the march, uh, you know, to and the run up to the war in Iraq. Okay, all right, excellent. Because so. I've got a lot of pictures today. I've seen a lot of pictures today from people I know, uh, mainly New York and uh, some down here uh, with protests. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, Times Square looked like they had a really decent protest going on up there. That's that's excellent. I haven't had a chance to review what's been going on in other cities around the, the world. Just uh, have scanned the headlines on CommonDreams.org, and uh, you know saw that there's protests all around the world and saw a few pictures there and of course also saw the story about obama reversing himself on congressional approval now discussion we had before you came on board um and i i feel that protesting is it will help to bring knowledge to some people but i think it's more um to make everybody feel a little better about themselves and to make them, and this is not a negative thing, but it's, it's to make people feel a little better about themselves, make them feel like they're doing something. Um, do you feel I'm off base by saying that, or, or would you feel, what, what do you feel protesting, the purpose of protesting is, and what does it do um, for everything? Well, we can't really prove what it does. Uh, sometimes I like to talk about the story of um, LBJ and the protesters who decided to send um, you know, packets of rice to the, the, the White House every week to, as a protest of the, uh, you know, starving people, people starving in Vietnam, I think it was. And it was just sort of the symbolic act that people did to say they wanted the war in Vietnam to end. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and that, you know, it only came out years later that, that this was something that actually got presidential attention behind the scenes. And he was, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that, that in fact it did come down to a decision at one point, like to, to do it in one battle or not to do a battle. And, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not recalling the story accurately right now, but, uh, basically the Hawks were pushing the president to go into a war in, in a place where, you know, there wasn't war at that point. And, uh, they said, well, what do you think, Mr. President? And he turns to his, uh, staffers and said, how many of those rice packets did we get this week? <laughs> and he said, you know, like, I don't know what the number was, but it was, a, it was a good size number. And he said, yeah, I think we'll pass on this one. <laughs> well, it was obviously a good amount that, uh, it, it brought it to his attention yeah. and made him think about it. And, and that's the it, way I feel. I, I feel protesting can get somewhere to a point in time if you have, uh, a, a mass, what, what do they call that? Mass, uh, Critical mass? Critical mass, thank you. If you have critical mass where you have a, a decent amount of people, it definitely, I feel, it can make a difference. But mm-hmm. I, I think what we're seeing um, is going to bring enlightenment. Now, a lot of the people, uh, I follow Christopher, uh, Chris Cantwell and uh, Cynthia, of course. She got interviewed by the local news up in New York, and I don't know where uh, Cantwell was, but he said he got interviewed. So the news is showing up to these protests. We had uh, the local television station at our protest today. We had... Uh, a little over a hundred people here in Eugene. Not, not as many as were at the Iraq ten years ago, but that was we had about weeks of lead time on that one. This was only about two days. So. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of a rush. This all came up amongst us very fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a blitz, and and we turned it out because we had to because he was threatening to go to war, you know, 
just as soon as the UN inspectors got back and said, yeah, it was chemical weapons. It's like he didn't even really care for any proof as to who actually did it. Well, now, now, as we've lead, led up to where we sit today with this whole situation, uh, you know, we all watch the news. We all watch our, our specific news feeds. Um, you know, there's been so many different things that have come out about this. Uh, you go back a couple months ago, and it was proven that the the first chemical attacks that they claimed, uh, I guess I can't really say proven, but is is really the evidence really shows that it was the rebels that did it back, you know, two, three, four months ago, back in May, June-ish. Um, and now we're going into this round, um, and there's been a lot of things out there saying that this was the rebels again, but they're in there yeah. really pushing very hard, you know, just like they did with Yellow Cake in, in 03, just like they did with mm-hmm. the incub- incu- uh, babies in the incubator in 91. Um, where do you stand on what you've read and what you've seen, and, and do you believe it was the Syrian government? Do you believe it might have been a rogue element of the Syrian government? I think that it was incompetent Syrian rebels who were given, um, I, I, I'm just, you know, reading from the stories that I have read and posted on my wall. Right. Uh, that, uh, Bandar, Prince Bandar of Saudi Arabia allegedly gave these weapons to Syrian rebels. And without any training at all. And they mishandled the weapons and they went off and, and killed what we think about 1400 people is what the White House is saying. Right, right. But the, uh, uh, and this is an interesting name because, uh, I don't know if you remember from 9-11, uh, Prince Bandar is also known as Bandar Bush to George, you know, George W. Bush. He's, um, he was, you know, <laughs> figured heavily in the 9-11 discussion, you know, what was he doing in the White House or wherever it was that he was, or, you know, he was meeting, uh, in, in the day or the night before 9-11. Um, and I read the same story, character. I read the same story you're speaking of or, or different versions of it, uh, whether it be the same site or not. Um, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of that, what you're saying is, is exactly what I read. Uh, to add to it though is, um, from what I read, those weapons were intended to go to the Al-Qaeda rebel forces, but it actually ended up in true, actual, real rebels that are, you know, fighting the government, and they didn't know what the hell to do with them, and they handled them wrong, and they blew up in a tunnel, from what I heard. Yeah, the uh, the true rebels don't have the CIA training, of course, that <laughs> Al-Qaeda has. So. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, I guess they blew it up. I, I mean, they blew it. They, in the in the tunnel, as uh, according to the story. Yeah, so it, it makes you really wonder where we're at now. Of course, I don't know if you saw yesterday. I'm sitting at lunch. They got the TV on above me, um, and they're talking about another attack. There was another chemical weapon attack. Did you see any of that? And, and have you heard anything more on that? Uh, the one by Monsanto against the American people. No, which, which one? <laughs> no they were they were claiming there was another. Uh, a uh, chemical attack done on Monday or Tuesday, uh, and they were showing more video uh, of this this attack and and the people with the skin falling off and all these different things. And, and trust me, if no matter what, no matter who used chemical weapons, it's it's a horrible thing. It's probably one of the most painful deaths I could think of, um, and, and painful thing to go through. But does that mean we have an obligation to do anything? Um. Does it mean we have an obligation to do anything? 
it would be nice if we had the expertise to identify who actually did something and go in and actually do a, you know, a surgical police action to arrest the people and put them in jail, uh, with the cooperation of the local government. But, uh, of course, we don't have the cooperation of the local government because they know that our government wants to see them overthrown. So the likelihood of any, you know, police <laughs> cooperation there is zero. Um, can we go in and, without putting boots on the ground, by just lobbing missiles into a, a place, make it make the situation better? Absolutely not. Right. I mean, I think we've shown that time and time again in Pakistan and other places that send in these drones and we accidentally kill kids. Um, the intelligence is is rarely that reliable, and uh, we just make a lot of enemies for the United States by going in and trying to deal justice from 50,000 feet up. Well, and that's very true. That's that's a lot of why we're, where we sit today is because of our involvement where it didn't belong or, you know, us making these things happen. Now, that's what uh, the power elite want. They want the, the uh, Muslim population, the people in those regions to dislike us and want to attack us. And we know that if we do uh, do anything, we're going to see a, a, an increase in true terrorism as well as an increase in, in false flag terrorism. And if if the U.S. military actually goes in and fights, they just create more enemies. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah. And that, um, that's what they really want to see happen. That That's the, the plan of the elite, at least in my opinion, in my beliefs, uh, that you got to keep this tor- turmoil going. That's, I think that's unfortunately a correct assessment of the situation. Um, I took some heart, uh, was it yesterday that Hillary Clinton was quoted as saying that the U.S. is losing the information war to all these alternative um, news organizations oh, yeah. and the Internet, including Russian Times and Al Jazeera and so forth? And uh, I, I thought that was fantastic because, you know, it's not an information war. It's not just a game for people to get their story out there. It's not. It's about the just, truth. It's about yeah, getting the truth out there. It's about the truth. It's not who can make their lie win. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's about the truth winning, not not the lie winning. Exactly. Now and, I've got an audio clip here, Martin. I want to play for you. Um, okay. It's it's actually from today, right before the show. I had the the TV going, and I piped my t my TV into my board so I could record the audio. So this is you may not have heard this yet. It's probably not on YouTube yet. It's only about an hour and a half or so old. Uh, It it may be on YouTube, possibly. I've got a bunch that I recorded. This one here. uh, Do you think, uh, before I play this, in in your mind, do you think the Syrian people want us to come help them? (laughs) I would would almost say certainly not. I mean, certainly not the government and certainly not the the population there they've seen what happened in iraq so i would have to agree with you all right let's play this clip and see what we hear new information from inside syria now the assad regime and syrian state television claim victory saying the u.s will not strike them there are even reports of a street party going on in the capital city damascus leland vitter is live in the region from our mid-east newsroom leland Harris, it is really a stunning change here in the Middle East. The word stunning probably doesn't even go far enough to describe the shock in all the capitals around the Middle East when hearing President Obama's words. Probably the most surprised of all were the Syrians themselves. Syrian state TV went on. First, they had people out in the streets interviewing Damascus residents who said that no one is going to come attack them. In fact, one said 
we're not going to be afraid. If you want people who are afraid, go to Israel. At the same time, the Syrian deputy prime minister went on television. He said in an interview that the Americans have lost the battle even before it started. His other words, the American administration has made a joke out of itself. Certainly some very harsh words there from the Syrians who are now claiming victory. There's real feeling here and around the region that President Obama, President Assad were eye to eye and President Obama has blinked, according to one analyst here in Israel at least, who was watching this intently as President Assad had promised that the retaliation for an American strike would be against the Jewish state. The analyst here says, I think Obama has no desire to act. And obviously here in the Middle East, things are a little bit different than they are in Washington. What, what, what one says has to match what one does. And that issue of credibility and confidence certainly goes to the very core of the, being able to have an effective policy in the Middle East. A lot of folks are now questioning whether President Obama has that ability going forward. Harris. Uh, Leland, we're looking now, you're inside Jerusalem right now, you're in Israel, our key ally in that region, and just days ago they were donning gas masks, getting ready for what they thought we might do. How are they reacting tonight? Well, there's really a larger question here in terms of Israel, because not only is the issue of whether or not to go after the Syrians, but the kind of language President Obama has used in the past to talk about the Iranian nuclear program, in fact, he alluded to it today, is this red line kind of language. Do not do this. The Iranians will not be allowed to get a nuclear bomb. That is something that the Israelis have put into their calculus in terms of whether to strike. Now that this hasn't happened in terms of military action after a Syrian crossing of that red line, one person here said it's a matter of confidence, one analyst on television said, continuing he said to the countries in the Middle East, he, meaning President Obama, seems incapable of taking action, Harris. That's an awfully difficult way if he wants to, President Obama wants to come back here to Israel and talk about what to do about the Iranian nuclear problem. Back to you. You know, Leland, while you've been talking, I've been taking notes on just how many times you have spoken negatively from people in that part of the world about not just this administration, but about the nation that we are here in America and the credibility that we carry now. Uh, we'll talk about it with some of our guests later this hour. We appreciate the report from Jerusalem. Leland, thank you. So, Martin, basically it sounds like that entire region um, thinks we're full of crap and uh, and a bunch of... Uh, for less than, for lack of a better word, a bunch of pussies. Well, I, I do like to be careful when we use the word we about the United States foreign policy. <laughs> 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 so the rest, it's sort of like Hillary Clinton saying the U.S. is losing the information war. It's like, no, Hillary Clinton is losing the information war. <laughs> the world order cronies, you know, we, we are winning. Those of us in the truth movement, I can say we in the truth movement, right? Yes, you so, can say that. Um, <laughs> so uh, they think that... Um, well, basically, the United States is is a bunch of pussies, and in this case, you know, strongly indicating Obama, right? So, um, he, what what has he done here? He's almost committed himself, dangerously close to agreeing to uphold the constitutional oath that he took when he took office. I mean, <laughs> to to uphold the Constitution by seeking congressional approval before he goes off to another war based on lies. Um, that's not to say that it can't happen. He, he, he may still go ahead and, and 
not uphold that oath of office and do what every president since 1950 has done, uh, to just go ahead and declare war without, well, not even declare war, just go ahead and have attacks without declaring war. Yeah, it's, it's amazing um, how they do that, isn't it? We were talking about that before you got on with us. Yeah. So, you know, they've gotten away with it before and they would probably get away with it again. I mean, we don't, I'm not hearing any congressional people saying that, oh, we'll impeach him if he does that. You know, I'm, I haven't heard that yet. I'd like to hear that, but so far that hasn't happened. And it's, you know, we have to be careful with this kind of language. I mean, you have to be gracious winners too. And it doesn't sound like Syria right now is, is doing that. I mean, remember what happened when everybody was calling George Bush the first a wimp during his uh, the run up to the first you know Gulf Storm mm-hmm. uh, war. Um, you know you don't want to call the leader of a large military a, a wimp or a pussy or whatever. It's it's because <laughs> <laughs> they are uh, uh, you know they they might actually be human beings and <laughs> have some ego involvement and go and do something stupid just based on that. That, that is uh, very true. Good point. Yeah. So, you know, I think uh, I, I am also opti- cautiously optimistic about the this turn of events, meaning that there will be no uh, military action. But it's it's far from a sure thing yet. Um, but it sounds like he's going to, and you know, in my opening monologue, I said, you know, Congress, it's time to get back to work. You might be on a hiatus until the ninth, but your vacation's over. There, there's a job to be done. That's what you're there for. Come and do your job. And uh, I, I haven't heard yet. Are they actually going to do that, or, is, or do we have a <sighs> word back from? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know yet. I know. Uh, I heard an interview with Ron, uh, Rand Paul today, and uh, he was talking about that there has been talk of hmm. uh, coming back early. Okay. So, um, what about Harry Reid? What about Boehner? Are they? I haven't heard anything from them yet. That? Okay. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll, you know, decide that they can get to that <clears throat> after the 97th vote to repeal Obamacare or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so much they, they they tax so much on us. It's it's almost impossible to keep up with it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They're, they're mostly, uh, you know, I'm I'm happy that Congress achieves nothing because it seems like whenever they actually get something done, it's going in the wrong direction. Yeah, I agree, um, yeah. But uh, it would be nice to see that reversed. Um, anyway. So you, you were at your protest today. Um, obviously, it was, you know, no intervention in Syria protest, uh, just like we were talking. They've been happening all over the place. Um, you said you had about 100 people, give or take. You're in a small town there. Um mm-hmm. What's the feel of not the people that were protesting with you, but the people that were around you and seeing you? Did you did you get any feel from those people? Was there anything that, that stood out to you, maybe somebody against what you guys are talking about, or did you get more people asking questions that were towards not doing this? Well, mostly what we had today were people driving by uh, past the old federal building on their way to the Ducks game. Okay. <laughs> and that's the demographics because that's what's happening in town today. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's, that's who's out on the road. Right. And we got mostly people honking in agreement. Um, if anybody flipped off or was shouting at people for wanting peace in Syria, you know, I, I didn't see it. And, and, uh, you know, I didn't hear about anybody doing that. So this was, um, 
noticeably more positive than uh, some of the past peace rallies I've been at here in this town. Okay. And that's not really surprising to me because the, 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 the statistics are, what, only 9% of the public approves of military action on Syria at this point? It's something like that, and it's uh, 75% or are, are, are wanting uh, congressional approval before, 74, 75. Oh. So it's hardly surprising, I think, you know, and or, of course, Oregon doesn't have any military contractors, so that 9% is probably in other parts of the country. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not in Oregon. Right. So um, anyway, I, I think the larger community was generally positive. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. I, I think most people um, have, even if they're not on the same page as we are 100%, I, I think a lot of people out there nowadays are in the frame of mind that they're tired of, of seeing the country go broke from all this, because we can't afford to go into another country right now, first of all. Um, I think they're tired of seeing us being just as bad as the people were saying we have to go remove. I mean, you go to Afghanistan, how many children did, did the U.S. kill in Afghanistan as, as, as uh, collateral damage with drone strikes? You know, how many children have died in, in Iraq from a the initial war and now how many are dying or are completely disformed or disfigured or have birth defects because of the pleated uranium that we've been using in their country for 10 years yeah it's 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 a tragedy beyond words i mean are we really any better than even if assad did do that are we any better it's well, just not our own people i mean look at what happened in fallujah after the uh, the crowds there basically lynched four contractors that were going around and probably killing people with impunity, like we've read that many of the military contractors were doing mm-hmm. in the area. And so they you know, they caught four of them, and they killed them and burned them on the bridge. And that was, you know, got a lot of press about that. And then a few months later, basically the military retaliated against Fallujah personally. I mean, at that city, mm-hmm. using uh, white phosphor and you know, a.k.a. Whiskey Pete, that is uh, one of the oh, most evil chemical weapons I've ever heard of. It, it, it actually burns people from the inside out if they inhale the gas. Yes. It burns out through their flesh, uh, melts melts their skin. It's the most evil weapon I can think of, with the possible exception of depleted uranium that goes on for millions of years. It, uh, it's amazing how... how uh... Yeah, I asked you a question earlier, and, and the point I was getting at is, is the one question I always get asked. I do a radio segment, segment uh, every week on Tuesdays with uh, a, a gentleman named Shannon Burke. He's on another internet station that I work with, and uh, he always asks me, "Well, don't we have a moral obli- obligation to to go in there and and stop this guy from hurting these people?" And I always say to him, "How can we have a moral obligation as a country when we don't have any morals as a country?" Yeah, I mean. I think about uh, that scene from Attenborough's Gandhi where um, Walker, from the, re- the reporter from the New York Times, is uh, reporting on the march into the salt mines. And he's, you know, after watching people march forward four at a time and get whacked over the head with the sticks, and he's phoning back, you know, shouting into the phone, the British Empire has, has forfeited any moral superiority it had in this struggle as of today. <laughs> and it was, you know, such a... A beautiful statement of uh, of how the empire does forfeit its moral authority when it does these 
brutal attacks on, on people. It really, really does, and it's, and it's a sin. And uh, I almost said we, and the United States. <laughs> Sorry, I got it in your head now. <laughs> has forfeited that moral <laughs> compass so many times over uh, in the past 50 years that it's... Uh, it, it is an embarrassment to be an American at times. It really is. Uh, many times. My co-host, uh, Fortoed, I'm sure you remember him from last time. He, uh, he has, uh, intentions to, you know, move to another country. He wants to go to Honduras. You know, he's got this whole plan. Uh, and I'm almost, you know, I, I'm teetering on the edge of wanting to go with him. But I, you know, I, I still have a very strong, um, attachment to the nation that I was raised in. You know, you hear a lot about a lot of expats now, a lot of people, uh, mainly the rich, of course, because they have the money, A, to do it, and B, they also, a lot of them have the knowledge that, hey, I, I need to get the hell out of here because it's going to get ugly. What's your thought on somebody wanting to do something like that? Oh, it's probably a smart thing. <laughs> Dave's yeah. eyebrows just went up. He's like, ha, ha. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I uh, There are times when I wish I were doing the same. It's, uh, I think... When you look at all the barriers to just living here in the United States, I mean, look at what happened to Occupy. Basically, um, what we're seeing in, even here in Eugene, a, a liberal town, is that people who are homeless can't go and just camp someplace and, and not be molested by the cops and arrested and forced to move. Losing their belongings, most times they're forced to move. Um, uh, and, and in so many ways, people aren't allowed to just live. Um, we, our freedoms are, are are vanishing day by day. We've got <clears throat> police arresting church groups for feeding the homeless in yeah. some cities. That's We've happening got, two hours from us, right in Orlando. We're, we're about two hours from Orlando, and that's happening in Orlando regularly. There's people four, that, out, that went to jail for it. Yeah, and you know, four-year-old girls trying to raise a, a garden in, uh, out the back door of their um, Section 8 housing. You know, they're trying to to make their life a little bit better by growing some of their own food. <clears throat> They're getting shut down by the property manager saying that that doesn't comply with the rules of the USDA and the USDA remaining silent about that interpretation of the rules. It's just... How, how they take these rules and use them for what they want to use them for. I mean, it's just what we're seeing, you know, back to Syria. That's the same thing we're seeing. They, they, they change the rules uh and they 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 line everything up so that it it works for their benefit and for what they want yeah and it's revealing of what they want uh, i mean what they want is for people to just go away <laughs> die you know pretty it's, much um and it's and and to to basically reveal that i mean it's pretty out there right now with all the um with all the interpretations of the rules they're trying to to do uh, and the police brutality that we're seeing lately. And the chemical poisoning in our food and the, the overdosing of medication and overuse of medication. Go ahead, Dave. Don't oh. you st- Don't hey. what, Dave? Don't you say it. <laughs> oh, chemtrails? <laughs> right. <laughs> My co-host and I have this big disagreement on chemtrails, whether they're, whether they're real or not. Yeah, it's a difficult one to prove. I I try to avoid the subject myself. <laughs> but, Probably a smart thing. Too. <laughs> I think me we got too. into it last time we talked. I said I, I want somebody to clap a 
optical spectrometer on a chemtrail and say, oh. I Googled that shit. No. I swear to God, and I Google that, and I say it all the time. It's the only thing I remember from that, that, that interview, <laughs> optical spectrometer. Somebody's done it. Really? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, in the fun? 80s, I think, and there's a video of, of all the stuff. And the video is, of course, in the 80s. No, we need, we need one now, not in the 80s. 80s chemtrails weren't being really used then. They might have been tested then. <sighs> I mean, all right, let's not all get right. into that whole thing because we're getting to the top right. of the hour I want. Martin, um, first off, I know when we were going back and forth, you said you might have a big announcement. I don't know if you're ready yeah. for that or not. Uh, I'm ready for that. Uh, I am, okay, there is a website that uh, is, is online, and, and um, they have 10,000 visitors a day, largely dealing with truther, truther topics. And... They are, in fact, the website that David Ray Griffin first realized that there were anomalies in the official story about 9-11. Okay? Okay. Sound, sound cool? Sounds cool so far. I'm working quarter time for them at this point and uh, have a shot at going full time. Excellent. And so I'm going to be working on that, uh, helping them with the fundraising projects and uh, <clears throat> looking to join forces with. The um, website I'm referring to is want to know dot info uh w a n t t o k n o w and dot info <clears throat> and it's one of the uh peers nonprofit groups uh websites and uh i don't know if you recall myself mentioning the transition team dot net website before as one of the ones that was influential for me uh in my waking up process but that's the same nonprofit group uh that put that together excellent <clears throat> and so i'm i'm really excited about that and um, just want anybody that's uh, kind of interested in Martin Truther stuff to, you know, watch for that transition as it goes. I'll be, uh, if things go well, I'll be doing a lot more work with wanttoknow.info and uh, maybe, you know, less with Martin Truther uh, on Facebook. But, uh, and, or we may work out a way to, uh, you know, combine the efforts somehow. So Now, you still have the Red Pill Guide going, right? Yep, that's still out there. Uh, and it gets about... You know, 100 or 200 visits a day. But uh, when I look at the potential of 10,000 visitors a day yeah. at the uh, <laughs> uh, want-to-know.info, I think, wow, now there's you know a, a critical mass. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you have one of my favorite documentaries on here. Oh, Dave must be on the, the site right now. The Power <laughs> of Nightmares. Ah, yep. That's a good one. That's a great one, yeah. Uh, it's available. Well, I watched it off of Netflix. Uh, I had to get the DVDs. It's not on, uh, instant download. Ah. Uh, yeah, I was, I was surprised when the BBC started, uh, pulling their, uh, copyright infringement act stuff. Uh, you know, you think, you would think that if the public paid for them to produce television shows, that it would then be part of the public domain, but, uh. Um, you think. You think, yeah. Yeah, I guess they don't see it that way. You'd also think that if we pay for the U.S. government to operate, we would have access to all the documents. But guess what? We don't. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, you'd think that if if you were able to have a gun, you should have it on public property because. But you can't carry it in a school or a courthouse or anywhere well, like this, that. Well, this is. No, this is where the Constitution is actually applicable because it's not applicable in my house on my property. It's applicable on public property, but yet. You go to all these government buildings and you can't, it clearly states that you can't bring a gun in there. And I like shit. I gotta walk back to the truck, put the gun in the car. 
Such so a the fucking library. I can't come in here with a gun. <laughs> you might shoot the library up. You might go librarian. <laughs> anyway, Martin, yeah. we're going to have to do this again and, and get some more time for you. Um, you know, we got a little late start there because we had a little issue with the, the, the Skype connection there. Um, I do have another guest lined up in, in the 10 o'clock hour, so I got to hit my break here. Um, let's get your information out there for people to follow you, stay in contact with you, and and follow you as you move over to what uh, what to know dot info. Okay. Well, they, my uh, current website is martintruther dot com, also known as redpillguide dot com, and uh, I am Martin Truther on Facebook, and uh, can be reached there. Yeah, so. absolutely, guys. Follow him. Um, you don't have a Twitter, right? Uh, I do have a, a Twitter. It is just Martin Truther, all one word. Okay, and, good. Um, I uh, it mostly is a repeater for a lot of my Facebook posts. So. All right, excellent. Yep, yeah, everybody follow him because when I first woke up myself, I think him and I were pretty much around the same time, and he was a well ahead of me as far as getting information out. And he is one of the people I followed and got a lot of my information from as I went through my awakening process. So the guy's got some great information out there. Um, I, I like talking with you, Martin. We do have to do this again soon. We're not going to wait so long ne- next time. Okay, I agree. <laughs> and, uh, it's been great to join you for the hour, and uh, look forward to the next time. It's a great day to be a truther. Excellent, man. I appreciate it. You have a great night now, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Peace out, brother. There goes Mr. Truther. Uh, really, really good guy. Guys, make sure you follow him. Um, and, and uh, you know, we're going to have another great activist coming up with us next. So yeah, just keep hanging out with us here on, on the First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Um, more great information to come. Dave, you got anything you want to say there, brother? I'm tired. <laughs> You're tired, honey. There's that hazy noise. <laughs> Sorry. And we'll get that corrected next time we have them in. All right, guys, we're going to roll off into a break here. Uh, when we come back, we'll have Tori Higgins joining us. She's got some information uh, on how you can help uh, support Adam Kokesh, and hopefully she'll be able to bring us up to speed with where he is, because with so much going on, I really haven't been following him. It's going to be a blasty blast blast. Yes, it will. We'll be back, guys. Fuck, they 
the game Hash, she screams mommy's name But mommy's in the same trap Scratching an anthrax rash Making a mad dash This dash rashes This all happens so fast I'm left with no mask This nerf gas comes up my ass Turns inside out Now I'm speaking from my rear And got diarrhea of the mouth Hello children, come and follow me Do exactly as I do And be like I be If you wanna live in a country Where your kids are free Sleeping sound in a future Free of tyranny Who grow up always fearing For their own safety Come on, take a look Get up and see What's the matter, can't you stand? You got your own two feet My bad, forgot a bag And batch tied to the seat Once upon a time I walked the halls of Congress I was fed up with the bullshit And the lack of progress I took it on myself To try and solve it I was sick of the left And sick of the right So I crept up to the white house On the cover at night Grenade belt on my waist Tech nods by my side Then I saw George Bush Thought it should be by the knife So I stuck in his eyes Sliced off the right side Leave only his left rational mind behind You bet that night got sloppy Like blood dripping on the floor While I'm walking the blade Through the lobby Every drop represents a dead soldier's body And if you stand in my way Your legs will probably get wobbly But if you want to be a hero Then just try to stop me Be known in the news As the first guy to arrive And the last one dead Left who has seen me alive Hello children Come and follow me Do exactly as I do And be like I be If you want to live in a country Where your kids are free Sleeping sound in a future Free of tyranny Who grow up always fearing For their own safety Come on take a look Get up and see What's the matter Can't you stand You got your own two feet My bad Forgot a gag And batch tied to the seat And I'm Joe from Maine's mom. I am not wearing pink stockings. I am wearing camo stockings with red toenail polish. Jeannie, you just said camo toe. And you are listening to RazRadioLive.com. Jeannie, what do you think of uh, your son's wife's big boobies? I am not going to say anything about that. Are chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast, then they'll start engineering out over the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spray? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the World Are They Spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. I stood wide 
awake and I rally the youth. The darkness is set, got a master the fuse. Now the light will shine bright through the white and the blue. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. I stood wide awake and I rallied the youth. The darkness is set, got a master the fuse. Now the light will shine bright through the white and the blue. It's getting dark in here. They came in the night. They came for my brother, but they left with a the fight. They came for my mother and they tasted my knife. Then they came for my daughter, so I ended the life. This time we're going for broke. We've run out of hope. Political oppression chokes like a rope. Now I gotta flip the script and cut it the throat. So let it be written. The people have spoken. Was ramoto tamubis, was borona ziso. Me quería que fuera tapado piso. Was ramoto tamubis, was borona ziso. Me quería que fuera tapado piso. Piso, piso, piso. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. I stood wide awake and I rallied the youth. The darkness is set, got a master the fuse. Now the light will shine bright through the white and the blue. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. I stood wide awake and I rallied the youth. The darkness is set, got a master the fuse. Now the light will shine bright through the white and the blue. Fighting fire with fire, torching false treasures. Fire burns white when we turn up the pressure. To the center, we stand as free men to address the oppressors. Was ramoto tamubis, was boronaziso. Me quería que fuera tapado piso. Was ramoto tamubis, was boronaziso. Me quería que fuera tapado piso. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. El lefería ya helada, apuntamos clipada, tornelino ni omada, canon erga pio megada. Now the light will shine bright through the white and the blue. I slipped and I stumbled and I fell on the truth. I stood wide awake and I rallied the youth. The darkness is set, got a master the fuse. Now the light will shine bright through the white and the blue. Pues gamoto tamo piso, pues boronaziso. Me quería que fuera tapado piso. Pues gamoto tamo piso, pues boronaziso. Me quería que fuera tapado piso. Pues gamoto tamo piso, pues boronaziso. Me quería que fuera tapado piso. Welcome back to First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I'm glad you guys are here to join us. I say we all live and let everybody live. That was kind of the point of the song there. Dave, you got back with me there, buddy? I am back. Excellent. 
Excellent. Well, I'm I'm also back. Oh yeah, Lexi's back Hi. too. How you doing, honey? Good, awesome. Good, good. Right good. here. Right here, right here with us. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I like talking with Martin. Martin, uh, he's a really good guy. He's got some great things to say. Uh, hopefully, next time we can uh, get him a little cleaned up on the audio end, and uh, it'll sound a little better for everybody. I know there was a little issue there, but believe me, it wasn't on really? my end. <laughs> you didn't. It made, you me, couldn't it made hear it? me experience I didn't like hear a. It at all. Oh, maybe it was just on our end then. Hopefully, that it was just to us then, and nobody else heard it. Reminiscent of jet lag. <laughs> a little reminiscent of jet lag. <laughs> so. As we all know, uh, what's it been? Almost two months now, Dave, since uh, Kokesh got picked up? Month? At least. Yeah. Uh, July 4th was when he did it. So, eh, now, uh, yeah, almost two months. Yeah, oh, my God. I can't believe it's been that long. Right. Who we have on the line now is uh, an activist, uh, a Facebook activist, somebody that gets out there and does things. And um, she's been a big supporter of Adam Kokesh for a long time now. And uh, she's put together a Facebook page uh, to try to honor him and help him and support him. And uh, I'd like to welcome to the program Tori Higgins. How you doing, Tori? Fine. How you doing, Sean? Very good. It's very I, nice to talk to you finally. It's. I know. I was going to say the same thing. I mean, we watched the words being typed before, before our eyes, but we haven't been able to speak. We almost did after the raid, but uh, yeah, it was. It was close. To someone at, anyway, so that was good. <laughs> it was close at that time. Um, so, you, first of all, what's the name of the Facebook page so everybody can go find it and and throw some support towards you? <laughs> Okay, it's Volunteers for Adam, and I have the address. It's uh, www.facebook.com slash groups slash volunteers for Adam. Excellent. So everybody go and out there well, and check out the site and see what, what she's putting out there. Um, it, it's really, and, and don't take this the wrong way, Tori, but I never realized this until we got talking some more recently. And, you know, most of the activists that we talk to are 20, 30-year-old people, 18, 19 years <laughs> old. And when I realized, and I won't say it, but if you want to bring it out, that's fine. You're a little older than that, and and yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's really, uh, it's really surprising when you get somebody uh, so into and so driven to to do this. That's an older person because most of the time, older people look at us as if we're crazy. Yeah, I know, and uh, I'm trying to get more older citizens. I mean, a lot of the people that I that I work with, that I communicate with, they're they're young enough to be my grandchildren, actually. And I'm trying to get more older people involved. It's it's not easy. I mean they're in, they're entrenched in it, their comfort zones. That's very well, true and it makes it very hard I, for us. I have a question on that because This I, is my wife, by the way, Tori, I have my wife obviously Lexi. Um, on my right Hi, here. Hi, Tori. <laughs> and then, uh, my other co-host is, is about, uh, 80, 100 miles away from me up in Tampa area. That's, uh, Forto Jones, or as he likes to be called, Dave. The reason, <laughs> the reason I'm about to ask this question is because I think that it takes people on all levels to be involved. And I have yeah. noticed with a little bit older generation from my parents to my grandparents, um, that they're sort of set in their ways and is is there anything that you've come across and sort of um opening them up and sort of making them aware um to pull them in and want to be involved is there is there anything that you've come across that sort of works in that sort of realm because i feel like i get a lot of backlash as sort of that all goes i get yeah. the whole you're a hippie generation you know that's just you know and 
Well, I've gotten that. I've gotten that. And I was, I, I, I was in the hippie generation, uh, but I didn't call myself a hippie. In, in fact, I got involved in the uh, Vietnam protests uh, later than a lot of them did. <clears throat> but once I got involved, I mean, it was, I, I immersed myself in it because I was totally um, um, convinced that it was wrong. And I, I had been raised that, you know, you trust your government, you believe in your government, you know, they're out there doing what's best for you, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was hard for me to, you know, uh, come to terms with it. And so I started seeing my friends coming home with in body bags or with limbs missing, and, uh, and that was tough. That was very tough. And I, I realized that uh, there's something wrong with this, and this just shouldn't be. Now, have you been an activist since then, or did you take a break after Vietnam and, and go back into the, the realm of, uh, of... Yeah, I did. Uh, I took a break. Okay. So when, when did you reactivate your, your belief system and your, your want to protest and stand up against this stuff? Well, I, I got married and was raising my kids, and I was more involved in, in, in doing that. We homeschooled the kids, so that, that kept us pretty busy. Touche. Uh, I like that. But, but in the 80s, I... Uh, uh, I got somewhat involved, and, uh, I, you know, I, I was always uh, informed, let's put it that way. And through the 90s, I started doing a lot more homework, and that's when I discovered uh, libertarianism. <clears throat> when I was very young, I was a Democrat, and then, of course, I evolved into a Republican, and then <laughs> the usual, and then I evolved into libertarian. And now I consider myself more of a voluntarist, and uh, there there are a lot of people my age out there that just kind of look at me cross-eyed and wonder, <laughs> where did you come from? Are you one of those Venus girls? <laughs> <laughs> well, you peeked, up, you peeked up Dave's eyebrows when you said volunteerist, because Dave considers himself a volunteerist also. Um, so you guys are on the same page. Right. Yeah. So the two of us have met out of the 40 of us that are across the nation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so now you, you've, you've, uh, you've been doing this and you've been paying attention for 20 years or so now, again. Yeah. Not yeah. that you were It was before. an evolution. It was an evolution, I, I would say, yeah. So um, what led you to Kokesh? What led you to, uh, to be so, such a, uh, virulent supporter of his? Uh, when my older son introduced me to Facebook. Oh. Right after it started. So when was that? Like, oh, three, oh, three, yeah, oh, three, oh, four, oh, five, somewhere around there. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, somewhere along the way. I mean, I, I got introduced to different people. I mean, it was uh, uh, Alex Jones and Adam. And, of course, I had already known about Ron Paul uh, from his position in Congress. Right, right. But it was just all new to me, and it started exciting me. I thought, well, there are people out there who are thinking like, like I am. And uh, it, it gives you a, a feeling of comfort. Even though, like Adam says, we should all be our own leaders, uh, it, it does give you uh, a sense of comfort to know that there are a lot of other people out there feeling the same way that you do. Oh, yeah, by far. I mean, Always? that's that's one thing I learned because uh, I felt all alone because when I woke up and started really paying attention was um, 2008, 2009. And my yeah. wife, you know, we weren't married at the time. We had just really started dating. And and she thought I was crazy. Her whole entire family thought I was crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah. And and well, now she's my co-host, and her father 
who was one of the first people that thought it was really crazy. He's right there behind me doing his own shows uh-huh. on the station yep. here. You know, it's amazing how it evolves. Now we're working on our grandparents, and that's going to be a tough egg to crack. It is crack. really tough. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know. people get sent well, you know, you were, asking, you were asking about that, how, how you get, how you can reach uh, the older people, and I think it has to be done slowly, and you have to inform them with uh, things that they can, can, can relate to, like... Uh, Especially if they are Democrats, you know, you have to start out with. Uh, they're the, they're staunch the Republican point of view. I'm sorry. They're, they're Republicans, very very vivid, uh, very very strong uh, Republicans that stare at right. Fox News all day. <laughs> yeah, well, my in-laws um, were the same way. Uh, my parents were Democrats, so <laughs> it's a, it it would have. But they're both gone now, but it, it would have been quite uh, quite a struggle for me to get them. I, my mother more easily than my father but uh that's the problem i have same thing yeah 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 but other relatives are coming around they really are Uh, but it is a slow process and uh initially they thought i was just whacked out you know (laughs) (laughs) the wacko of the family you know (laughs) but but they are coming around i don't think they think i'm crazy anymore you know just uh well, it's hard to be, it's hard, it's hard for people to, it's, it's hard for people to think that you're crazy when everything we've talked about for the past, at least for me, for the past four or five years, it's yeah. all coming to fruition now. It's all, it's, 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 it's in our face. Everything that we've been saying for years is actually happening now. And it's really right. hard well, for people know, to ignore. Well, you know, a lot of these things that people call, uh, um, conspiracy theories do turn out to be real conspiracies. Many of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are a lot of people who think, People are crazy for for believing this, and eventually they find out that yeah, I mean you know this is this is so. It's like the chemtrails. I, I'm probably lean about seventy five, eighty percent towards believing it, but I'm not totally convinced yet. But I like to call it the chem the chem bomb. It's like a combination of possibly the chemtrails, the GMO, the meds, the fluoride, everything mixed together, the poisoning. You know whether there's chemtrails up there or not. Poisoning us. I really believe that. Oh yeah. Well, I agree with you 100. percent I, I know Dave would agree with you about 95 percent of that comment because he does not believe in chemtrails, which is fine. You don't have to believe in everything. We don't all have to buy the same stories. Uh, but I know right. he'll I say mean, to me. Know, I, mean, I know he'll yeah, say to me. Have... He looks up at the sky and he sees something that might not be a chemtrail, but it's definitely something that's affecting the environment because it's not cloud the way seeding. it used to be. Well, not no, right. not even cloud seeding. Just just pollution is what Dave is seeing. That's not even pollution. Well, just I, fake, I tend to fake. believe that the chemtrails a little bit more than I believe. I don't know what the reasoning is behind it. I mean, there are a lot of different explanations we hear about why they're doing it. I don't know because I mean, people use the legitimate argument: why would they want to poison themselves? Mm-hmm. Well, then you read about tunnels being made, and you know, people have their the wealthy have their bunkers all over the globe, and, and the tunnels that are and these big. Eighteen wheelers that are driving into the tunnel stocked with food and things like that. You know, and they interview these drivers, and you have to wonder, gee, maybe they really are poisoning us, and they're going to protect themselves. Well, yeah, I don't know. You know, up in the, up in the the Antarctic, they have the seed vault up there where they they put all yeah. all kinds of seeds and and things for yeah. repopulation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. so it's amazing what they do and how they prepare and they don't tell us anything. But we, we've kind of yeah. strayed off of our main point. We can, we can yeah. talk some more stuff later. Um, let's, let's focus on, cause I, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I haven't, um, with so much going on and, and I can't focus on one person because I do a show and I, I gotta keep yeah. everything, yeah. all Not different that. things rolling. 
So bring us up to speed of where we sit, as far as you know, okay. with, with where right, Adam is. We're on is. day 54. Day 54. Yeah, yeah, we are approaching two months, like you said. He's in the, uh, uh, incarcerated in the District of Columbia Department of Corrections. That's federal, right? And, uh, yes, it's federal. And, and I have to address this. We, we, we're pretty, well, convinced that his arrest was orchestrated by the Park Police because, in retaliation, because of previous peaceful acts of disobedience carried out uh, by Adam and others in D.C. And he's, he's just one of a handful of peaceful activists who are courageous. He's courageous enough to challenge the corrupt despotism inside the Beltway and all over the country. And uh, hopefully he's... Uh, well, I, I, I can't address this. I'm not in a position to address this right yet, but uh, hopefully he'll be out of solitary confinement soon if he hasn't been taken out already. And we're just keeping our fingers crossed on that one. But he's been in solitary confinement for all this time. That's ridiculous. I mean, he's a, politi- he's a political uh, prisoner. Is really what it boils down to. Well, it's really the NDAA in action. I mean, it's 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 yes. you can't yeah. you can't do that. He's not a a violent criminal that he should have been denied bail or denied bond. Um, I don't, it's I don't just, know if you real if you know that on last Tuesday, uh, Judge Patricia Broderick of the Superior Court for the District of Columbia denied his bail request. And on Wednesday, the next day, uh, the supporters conducted a call flood to the judge's office demanding his release and the dropping of the charges. But she had already uh, determined the day before that uh, she wasn't going to release him on bail. What her reasons are, I don't know. But uh, we're not happy about it, of course. Well, I have to imagine. Uh, I'm sure he's not happy about it either. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, he's he's a tough guy, though. He's very strong. So what can, you know, you, you've, you've done this Facebook page. Uh, to try to gather support for him, show people yeah. that there's a, 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 you know, a group wanting to help him. What, All um, right, the biggie, the biggie is, uh, the, uh, go ahead. Excuse me. Uh, the, uh, we've, uh, we have a new event that we've, uh, three of us, uh, myself and, uh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, Kim Shady and Margaret, um, Oh, that's terrible. I know what I think. Um, the three of us have, uh, <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm using my voice. I've been using it all day. <laughs> Were you at a protest uh, we, today? We, <laughs> uh, we, we came together and we decided to, um, have a march for Adam. An unarmed peaceful march. It's called the March to Free Adam from the Man on October 24th, which is his trial date. And um, we want this. Uh, you were talking about critical mass. We might have a critical mass uh, tent. Um, and this this one can be found on Facebook also. It's uh, well, it would be under the March to Free Adam from the Man. And it's it's got a long address. I don't know if you want me to repeat it. it, it the the events have these long numbers after them. Right. It's Facebook 
facebook.com slash events slash 6563641810404593. And it will kick off at Freedom Plaza, where Adam uh, performed his famous video. And that's at 1455 Pennsylvania Avenue, Northwest, Washington, D.C., at 8 o'clock a.m. And the march will be about a mile, to be exact, 0.98, uh, eighths of a mile. And it will lead to the courthouse where everyone will rally, and that's at 500 Indiana Avenue, Northwest. And then we want to tax the courthouse uh, for the, the jury trial. It begins at 9.30 a.m. And we want to pack it to show support for Adam. Excellent. So oh. that's the, yeah. So that's, that's October 24th? That's the next event. That's October, October 24th? 24th, correct. Okay. Excellent. And that's up correct. in D.C., so anybody want to get over there, get up in that area? Um, I've got yes. some people I'll reach out to um, outside of here that's that great. I know are in that area. Um, maybe we can get them up there. Because uh, I think it's important to um, stand up for somebody who's stood up for us for so long. Uh, he's done some... some... Oh, he, he certainly has. He's, he's been out there uh, risking everything. For a long time, and it's time for us to risk, uh, risk whatever we we might risk. I mean, it will be unarmed, and it will be peaceful. We plan on it being peaceful, uh, but you know, we know we have enemies out there, and uh, we've decided we're going to we're going to show our support for Adam, regardless, and uh, do for him in 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 just a small measure what he has done for us. Excellent. I, I think it's great that you guys are stepping forward. And again, I mean, I'm, I'm so, it sounds so weird for me to say, but I'm just so impressed by your age because of your involvement. <laughs> when I found that out the other day, it was a couple of weeks ago when you were talking about the, uh, the walk you were going to do. And that's, that's the yeah. first time I realized how old you were when you told me. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I would have never expected. Uh, Cause you are on my Facebook. When I go to my Facebook and I've got, you know, almost 700 people on my Facebook, you're one of the ones that always is up there. You know, you're, you're always, I always see you every day. You know, you're always on there. Well, I'm so. glad, I'm glad you noticed because, you know, most of what I do is for Adam and I, and I'm, I'm glad that it's, it's out there because, oh, my voice doesn't hold up like it used to. I can tell you that, but, <laughs> uh, but I'm holding up. And as, as far as the walk, I had a few people close to me and my doctor who said, uh, why don't you wait a, wait a little while for that and, and get in better shape? So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. And right now we're, we're focusing on other things. So, uh, the walk has been put on hold for a little while. I still think about it and I still would like to do it, but we'll just wait and see what happens with Adam, see what happens at the trial. Maybe uh, if they, maybe if he's still know. stuck in jail act after October 24th, you'll, uh, you'll push forward yeah. with that walk. Well, if I can get enough publicity for it, and, and not not that I'm the front person, I wouldn't be the front person, but I, I'd be walking. <laughs> I'd be busy walking. But if I can get enough uh, publicity for Adam, for Adam's uh, uh, case, then uh, I, I think it would pay off. So we'll, we'll just see. As, as you had said in the, earlier, you said that uh, you felt that, and a lot of people believe that the park police uh, kind of orchestrated this whole arrest and raid based on being embarrassed. Um, I know when, when it all first went down, I had somebody on who's no longer with the Kokesh, um, uh, group, but, um, he came on and said that they had a lot of questions about the manila envelopes that were brought in, that they collected the evidence in. Oh, um, uh, yeah, bags, actually bags. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. he, the, he had kind of hinted to that they had planted the, uh, magic mushrooms on him. 
Um, where do you stand on that, or what have you heard about that? Well, or actually, I, uh, I'm not supposed to talk about that right now oh. because of the case. Okay. Um, so at a later time. Okay, we can discuss that um, at a later time. That. I mean, I have my own personal beliefs, and and uh, I I know I know Adam uh, well enough to to know that uh, he's not a criminal. He's not a violent person. He's a peaceful person, and and he respects others. He uh, believes in the uh, no victim, no crime. Mm-hmm. Well, I've stood in I've That's stood in the studio. That, right? What's that? I, I I've stood in a studio before with uh, Adam Kokesh. Uh, on yeah. air on another show uh that I work with and uh he he is a, a very uh interesting man you can tell he believes in what he does and yes, he does. and yes. he 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 doesn't put much thought to what's going to happen to him when he does it and I really felt that when I met him um and yeah. I got to meet him once luckily enough he was down in this area in Tampa during the RNC uh, I live about an hour yeah. from Tampa and uh, I got to meet him then, and it was it was exciting. I mean, it really was. Although he stole my microphone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did. I have to tell him about that. <laughs> yeah, he came in. Uh, he he stole my he stole my microphone and insulted the host's weed. <laughs> well, you offered the microphone, and he sort of took over and didn't. Share. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that he was didn't more, share. He didn't share happens. very well. <laughs> he wasn't a sharer. He's he's very passionate. He really is very passionate about the cause, and 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 not not uh, just for himself, but for all of us, you know. And uh, God bless him. Yeah, I love him to pieces. I really do. I mean, he's 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 the real thing. He's the real deal. Yeah, I, I hope this works out well for him. Um, it it's it's been a railroad that he's been through. I mean, I remember I used to watch him when he was on um on Russia Today. That was really my first um, interaction with him was on Russia Today. Is the first time I really started seeing him. And I remember when he pretty much lost his job there because of his support for Ron Paul. I know he never really came out and said that, but I, I, I'm more than positive that, um, you know, it was the whole foreign state media. I thought, I thought it was his fight. I thought it was the fight with Jesse Benton. Uh, see, and I had heard oh. that it was because he was yeah. supporting Ron Paul and because it was a foreign media, it was a big no, I, issue actually, there. I also think that he had had said to donate, like he was he was stumping for Ron Paul, which is kind of not cool on right. TV. Yeah, you know? so there was a couple different things, and I was really upset when he lost that, and then he started doing his own thing, and then I remember him getting arrested. Of course, the 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 famous uh, dance party arrest. I think that really is what triggered him. <laughs> the Jefferson dance party, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really what pushed him over the edge. I really think that was what finally pushed him to where he stands now. Um, you know, between yeah. that and, and the, you know, and there's the, a reason for everything, isn't there? Yeah, there really is. I mean, I watched that video and I still, I, I could watch it today and still be mesmerized by the, know, the way he I was know. treated and the way the other people were, you know, everybody know. there, it just was unbelievable. Well, I go up and down on that. I start laughing when I see him dancing and then when they're, when they're taking him down and when they threw him on the, on the, on the concrete, it, it, that hurts, you know, <laughs> it hurts watching it too. Do you know why he did that? Do you know well, why he did the dance on the Jefferson Memorial? Well, cause, cause it was actually it was to protest the arrest of a girl that had done it the year earlier. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, not even a year. Midnight, I don't even think it was a year. Do, Whatever. Do I know why he did the dance? Yeah. Well, uh, he did the dance because. Yeah, well, um. 
You know, Washington, D.C. has been taken over by uh, a lot of corruption. And, you know, we, we do honestly believe it. It's, it's, it's a corporation, and we're the outsiders when they should be the outsiders. And uh, it's our city. It really is our city. It belongs to all of the people. And, uh, no, I never well, asked him personally. It's, it's not even an official territory it. in the United States. No. It's not a state. No, it's not a city. No. No. no not anymore. I don't even think it. It's well, part it's, of our country. It's really, it's really not. I think that's the point Dave's trying to make is, you know, we have the 50 states and then DC and DC is its own entity. I mean, it really yeah. is. It, it has its own everything. It's just completely separate from what the rest of the U.S. They, they even have different laws that they, that they can get away with there, especially if you're part of the elite in that region. Oh, yes, that's right. I mean, uh, for the video, Adam was just performing, uh, uh, the video to, to show, um, our rights. I mean, our, our Bill of Rights, our Second Amendment rights, uh, that guaranteed by the Constitution. But Washington, D.C. sees it differently. You know, they have their own rules. You're and, talking about uh, the most recent video. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The one that, the one that, uh, got him arrested on July 9th. The one he did on July 4th that the park police went in and, 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 abducted him on July 9th. Now, what was... <clears throat> and by the way, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Margaret, if she's listening. It's Margaret Cecile, uh, who's also involved in the uh, in the march. In fact, uh, she and Kim really uh, pretty much set up the, uh, the event page on Facebook. So you'll be traveling up I now... No, I don't want you to be overly specific where you're at, but where, what region, whereabouts are you? Right now, I'm in St. Petersburg. Oh, so you're in Florida? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, maybe I didn't even, I didn't even realize that. Okay. So you're, <laughs> you're not that far from us either. She's right, right around the doorstep from you, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, she is. And actually, I'm moving back to Pinellas County. I'm in Tampa right now, but I'm, I'm going to be moving back to Pinellas County very soon. Oh, really? Where? Pinellas. I'm looking at Gulfport. Oh, you don't want to talk. Oh, Gulfport? Oh, yeah. that's, yeah, that's a neat little, neat little area. Very nice. Yeah. I like Very it. Nice. It's a little art. They have yeah. the, the Gecko Fest down there today. The Gecko like, Fest. Oh, oh awesome. they did. They did. Okay. Yeah. Well, they have some really nice restaurants in there we like to go to. See that? You yeah. got a neighbor, Dave. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> There you go. It's amazing. Well, we'll have to get together. Oh, <laughs> uh, we, we've got. Oh, by the way, I. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I wanted to mention, too, that uh, we have an RV, and uh, we're going to be leaving. We want to get there a few days early because we want to uh, pass out some jury nullification uh, flyers. But uh, we're taking our RV up to the uh, the march. We'll get there around the 20th, I believe. But we're going we to have to get you some Raz Radio Live stickers to throw on that RV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say that again. I'm sorry. We're going to have to get you some Raz Radio Live stickers to throw on that RV. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, we're going to have a banner on each side, a long banner. Uh, not when we're traveling, because on the interstate, uh, we'd have some problems with, uh, law enforcement, you know, them flying away. <laughs> but we, we, we will also be there for when we're camping and when we get there. And then we, we'll have a large metal, uh, magnetic sign on the back while we're, excuse me, while we're traveling and, uh, everyone will see that one. It, it will advertise the march. 
Um, so we're hoping that will get us. We're going to be, uh, well, oh, we'll have bumper stickers and T-shirts and, and the whole thing up there. So Excellent. Now, I'm really looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward more to seeing Adam. Out of jail. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that one. Now, um, you keep saying we, so can I assume you're married? Yes, my husband will be will be with me. His name is Rich. That was my question. How's he How's he been handling uh, all this? Does he support you? Does he believe in what we all talk about, or is he kind of just there because he's your husband yes. and he he just loves you and he just wants to support you? Well, hey. it's probably more that, but <laughs> he, he's coming along though. He's coming along. I have to say. I mean, he's always his. Like I said, his parents, they were very passionate uh, Republicans, and so my husband's always been. And I, I was a passionate Republican when we, well, actually, we were both Democrats when we got married. That was back in 19, <laughs> 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 a long time ago, <laughs> 72. <laughs> uh, but, wow. yeah, we, he's evolved with me. He's evolved with me. He, he's He's more of a libertarian now, where I'm the voluntarist. <laughs> so he's he's coming along. <laughs> Have you guys ever yeah, thought about? He's on board. He's on board with this trip. Good, excellent. I'm glad to hear that. And and yeah, Margaret, he's, Margaret, he's, he's getting the RV ready. <laughs> Margaret Cecile uh, has has uh, requested me as a friend on Facebook, so that is a proper name. So I know that for sure now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Poor Margaret. Dave. I forget her name. I, it's just a little bit. I had so many things on my mind. It just went. Boom, right out of It happens brain. to me all the but time. But you know, but... I'm, I'm 60, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'm 66, so these things leave me sometimes. Yes, they do, <laughs> especially at that age. I'm glad you said it, so everybody really gets it now. It's really, uh, that's why I'm Sorry, so Margaret. shocked. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what really blows my me. mind, because, you know, that age, that Lexi's grandparents, my wife is 10 years younger than me, so her grandparents are in their 60s also. So it's, oh, it's. Boy, yes, those Lexi's young enough to be my. Granddaughter. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but she is. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> but you know, I don't mind because, um, inside I still feel like, uh, I'm 30, you know? Uh, the outside is, is, you know, when you get to be around 55, 60, it, you start getting the aches and the pains. But other than that, as long as you keep in shape, which I'm not doing a very good job, I've become a computer potato, but my husband's on me and actually, uh, uh, Adam is uh, an avid exerciser, and and uh, he believes we should all keep in shape, in good shape. So I am going to start exercising there before the trip. Yeah, you got to get off that computer every once in a while. I mean, I know it's yeah, hard. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard right. to draw away because you, you you step away for two minutes and the world's changed, you know, completely all of a sudden. <laughs> it sounds so weird to say, but that's how quickly this news moves anymore. And if you're not right there, you know, you feel like it you've really fallen is. so far behind. I know. If I if I step up, when my husband and I go out for a few hours, he, his uh, uh, mother's in a an assistant living about a mile away, and we'll take her out for the afternoon. And uh, I don't take the computer. I you know give my attention to my mother-in-law, and of course my hubby. <laughs> and I come back and I get on, and it's like, wow, <laughs> so much has happened. <laughs> what the hell just it. happened? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Dave, it's I know like, you had a question. You know? Dave, I know you had a question. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, I wanted to ask you if uh, you and your husband had any uh, have either gone to Porkfest or, or are going to go to Porkfest because I think that would be an excellent place for a volunteers to go to. Yes, it is. Uh, we were planning on going this past summer, but uh, we had some problems with my mother-in-law and we got uh, detained, and so we had to spend the summer here at home. 
uh, but we're hoping to get there next year. Yeah, me I too. I, I was there. In, about that. <laughs> I was you there know, in 2010, and I, I've been wanting to go, go back ever since. And I think I'm going to make it up for the next one. Actually, I think I'm going to spend the whole yeah. summer up in that area. Oh yeah, it, it, it's it's beautiful up there. I haven't seen it in probably 10 years. Uh, we would generally go out in our motorhome to the Rockies. Um, but when I saw, nice. uh, in fact, I had never seen Vermont. I had been to New Hampshire. I had never seen Vermont or Maine before, and I got to see them. And, and uh, it's beautiful. It really is. I think there's more sun in the Rockies. I'm a bit prejudiced, but uh, it's still a beautiful area up there. Yeah, it's it's actually it's probably like 15, 20 miles from the Canadian border. It is way up there, um, oh, but it's boy. beautiful. And it's not only that; it's you're you're amongst like-minded people. And yes, really, yes. I was like, wow! Well, I, I'm lo- I love what's happening in New Hampshire. I just love it. I, I I'm signed up. I'm one of the what is it, seventeen? Your free state project signer. Yes, I'm a signer, and so nice. I, I'm still working on my husband to sign. Once he signs, I know he'll you know he'll have to. He'll be committed. <laughs> See, my but, my so, issue is I love Florida, and I don't. Well, can't we move it to Florida where it's a lot nicer? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's well, only I a million wish, and a half people. I wish. That, yes, I, I'd like the Free State Project to move to Florida. I know it's in Wyoming now. I had read that recently, and, and I like Wyoming. But it would be nice if we could get more uh, Free Staters into Florida. I, I would love that. I I kind of I work on. Uh, I worked on Lawson. You want to come on down and we'll have a smoke down here. We'll have, we'll, we'll have a festival. Come on, Adam. You come speak. And we'll, in fact, we were working on something, uh, when he was arrested. Oh. A festival down here. I was going to have a festival. And, uh. Well, you stay in touch with part. us when, you stay in touch with us because we got some band connections that we could get some really good, uh, Patriot type bands oh, down that's this way. Great. Yeah. That's so, great. uh. Well, there's a lot we could well, do. Well, we will that. have it. We will have it. We got to get Adam out first, and then, and then we'll do that. That sounds like a great thing because I've been wanting to do something like that for a while myself, even even down my area because I'm down. Um, do you know where Inglewood is? Yes. All right, that's that's yes. down where okay. I'm at. So I'm I'm in between okay, Sarasota. You're not quite as close to Fort Myers as I thought you were. So you're I'm right further. in the middle of the two of them. I'm right in the middle of Fort Myers and Sarasota. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that gives you an idea <laughs> where I sit. <laughs> He's nowhere. <laughs> I am nowhere. I love where I live. I love where I live. It's quiet. Two freaking hours for me to get down it's there. It's quiet. It's peaceful. I'm five minutes from the Gulf. Nobody bothers me. I don't have big issues in our town. The cops are nice. You know, I I just well, like where I nice. live. Well, that's nice. That's 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 a step in the right direction, right there. I mean, you know, I'm I'm I don't know if you saw any of my uh, my memes <laughs> that I posted recently, but sort of like. Um, I guess you would call it cop bashing. <laughs> oh, I do enough of that, know, trust me. I know there, I know there are good ones out there, but the problem is it's, it's like the slippery slope. It's going downhill. Everything goes downhill. And if you're going to have any corruption in the police force, it's, it's generally going to keep getting worse. You know, like, uh, what's going on in DC? I mean, the government, uh, intrusion, the federal intrusion into our states. And then you have the states that, that start intruding into the counties too much. And, you know, I believe in, in states' rights, but I also believe in individual rights more so. Right. And, uh, you know, they, they, they stop on our rights too. So, yeah, our county's we have not, a long way to go. Our county down here is not the best in the world, but I will say... Um, what county, which county is that? It's Charlotte, Charlotte County I live in. It is Charlotte, right. Okay. Yeah. And I found that our law enforcement here, <clears throat> at least in the internet, I've never had any personal interactions with them, but I've seen them a lot. Well, and I work in an apartment complex, so I have to deal with them, um, on a different level. 
uh, when they come into the apartment complex, whether it be for, for a violent type thing or a medical emergency, I deal with them regularly. Um, oh. and I really find that, uh, and I've, I lived in New Jersey most of my life and I lived in Pennsylvania where, for a where, little bit. Where in New Jersey? Um, Medford area, South Jersey. Oh my goodness. I can't believe this. Why? Where are you originally from? Well, <laughs> I'm from South Jersey also. Oh, how about? Had, had, had Township area and uh, also I, Barrington. I, I know right where you're talking about. My, my father, yeah. what led me into radio myself, my little internet radio thing here, uh, my father was a DJ in, thir- in Philadelphia for over 35 years. Um, so, oh, yeah, I don't know if you... No, the name, the name sounded familiar, uh, Raspatello, and that's probably why. Well, no, he actually, he went by a stage name. His name was Mike St. John back at, at those, at that time. He was an old DJ. Oh, well, now DJ. that one doesn't sound. <laughs> but the name Raspatello does, so I must have known a Raspatello family. It's possible. Around I mean, that area. It's, it's very yeah. possible, because I know where you're talking about, um... You know, we might have crossed paths in the pack. I did EMS and a lot of different things when I was up there, so uh, I forget why I even brought that up now. Oh, uh, so I've dealt with many different police forces is, is the point I was making. And um, I, I find the law enforcement, at least here in my area of, of my county, um, are a lot better than what you see um, throughout the country. I, I just And I've said oh, this yeah. before on the show. I, I really feel that they, they really try hard. Uh, to be a lot more respectful. Uh, I've never heard of any major, um, uh, things going on here. Uh, you know, cause you see all this different stuff in the news. And I, we've, we've seen stuff in Pinellas recently of, of, uh, law enforcement gone bad. And I just haven't oh, yeah. seen that here. And unfortunately, we just recently lost an officer. So I'm hoping that doesn't change, uh, the mentality of the officers here in this county. Yeah. Yeah, I hope not, because, uh, I mean, it is sad. I, I hate to see anyone uh, lose a life uh, in law enforcement. I mean, a lot of them are good, and they do mean to do. And they un- they understand that they're serving the community, that they are employed by the communities. But unfortunately, not all of them. No, that is an unfortunate thing that not all of them do. Um, we're going to wrap it up here soon, but let's, let's get up to some current events of what's going on, being... Uh, you know, somebody who's an Adam follower, who, I don't mean Adam follower, I mean, uh, somebody who, uh, who appreciates Adam Kokesh, uh, what do you think about what we see today going on with the whole Syria thing? Where do you stand on that? The Syria? Yes. Uh, I don't want to, uh, see, I, I think people are, uh, war weary. They're tired of it. They're tired of us being the, the, the policemen of the nation, of the world. It's, it's, you know, why, why should our kids have to sacrifice? And you know, it always starts out with uh, this little, okay, we're just, uh, we're just going in by air or we're just going in to advise or whatever. And next thing you know, there are boots on the ground, you know, and it's, and I don't want to see any more of our kids coming home in body bags. I mean, you know, I had, Vietnam is still fresh in my mind and, uh, I, I know how easily it can happen. How quickly Again. it turns over to and, something ugly. Yes, yes. And I, I, I believe that, you know, maybe, maybe it, well, I believe in a voluntary, uh, military anyway. I believe in a draft. Um, but it, 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 if it's a regional thing, I mean, what, what, what happened? Why aren't more people stepping up, uh, around the region and helping out? You well, know, why should it be us all? The that's time? because we have a volunteer army. Uh, Tori, that's that's part of the problem with the vol- now. I was in the military. I was army myself. But if we had a draft, 
you would have a lot more people standing up against it, especially people not quite in power, but people with more money that don't want their kids going. Um, people wouldn't yeah. push for war so much if we had a draft because then there, you know, there's a risk of their kid getting pulled to go and they wouldn't be all ready to just go, yeah, blow them up. Can you imagine being, being in, in that position like back in the, uh, the sixties where you have to decide, do I go to Canada and never see my family again? Because they didn't know if they were ever going to see their loved ones again. Or do I go over there and die? You know, I mean, what a horrible decision for someone to have to make when there's a draft. Uh, yeah. If, if someone attacked my country as, as, at my age, if someone attacked my country, if they were, if those boots, foreign boots were on the ground and they were, they were killing Americans, I'd be out there defending my country. Well, yeah. You know, I probably wouldn't live through it, but I would be out there doing it. But then you'd be uh, an so insurgent. That... <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm being yeah. facetious, but. <laughs> no, you, you never know. <laughs> I, I mean, there's, there's people my age who say that, say, you know, I've had a good life, and yeah, why not? You know, why not go out there and defend my country? Well, that's, what, that's what you have to do sometimes. Um, we're going we're gonna to get wrap it up here, Tori. Um Give me that. Give me the Facebook page again, uh, the Support Adam one. Okay, the Volunteers for Adam. Volunteers for Adam. www.facebook.com. Oh. Yeah. Yo, all, you have to, all you have to do is go Slash. into the search bar and type in Volunteers for Adam. It comes right it up. It comes up. All right, excellent. Now, do you want to... Oh, it did. Okay. It's up to you if you want to share out your personal one or if you have a, a website you're working with or that you have or anything like that. Um, uh, a website is being worked on uh, as I speak. Okay, excellent. Uh, so next time I, you know, hope to give you that. Um, let's see. There's something else. I to... Oh, and as far as the, uh, did you get the information for? Well, you know, if you if if anyone goes on the volunteers for Adam, they can get it's pinned at the top the information for the uh, march. So they should be able to get that information also. And they oh, can for go the march in, in October. They can go right into the yeah the march October twenty fourth. Okay, excellent. All right, Tori. Okay. Well, I appreciate you joining us. Uh, reach out to me as you have been, um, when you, especially when you get the website up. I'll definitely announce that. Um, okay, great. And, and get great. you some traffic to it as much as I can. And, uh, you know. Really appreciate it. Well, I, I appreciate what you're doing and I appreciate that, that it makes me feel good to see older people who care. And, you know, you don't really see that much. And it, it's just, I really, I, I don't want to hamper on that, but I really appreciate no, no, you for I, that. No, you should. You should. You should, because a lot of them should be ashamed of themselves. And I think that uh, it, it, it will come around. It's going to take some time, but, uh, you know, we're working on that. And and I hope they do. I hope they do. I mean, I'd like some uh, – I love the young people. I mean, I love being with them. They're so fresh and energetic and all. But <laughs> I'd like to see some older people out there, too. Well, we, me saying, come on, let's, let's do the right thing, government. We need them out they there because out of their comfort zone. <laughs> we need them out there because they're really the ones that vote. You know, I mean, really, especially here in our state, um, that's uh, you always hear people bitch about the blue hairs because they keep, you know, they're keeping weed illegal here in Florida. You can't get medical. My dad needs medical marijuana okay. for his for the disease he has, and I finally yeah. have convinced him of that. I've got him to to try some things, and he realized that it could really help him. He's got a severe yes. case of fibromyalgia. Uh, that's why he had to retire from radio, because of that. Mm. So, you know, we've got we've got so many issues here in Florida that, unfortunately, because so many old people are stuck in their ways, and they're the only ones that vote in this area, 
it's really hurting us as far as a, a region. Yes, that's right. It really is. Well, you know, it. Um, I guess it was Trip that has uh, that was talking the other day about uh, Trip Q about acid reflux. Yep. And I have that, and uh, he said it helps him. Oh, yeah. So, it helps with everything. It really does. I don't care what it anybody helps wants to with say. A lot of things I know, and and you know, I don't even have any connections anymore. I mean, I it's been a long time since I've had any. But, uh, you'll, ha- you'll have to connect with me. You'll have to connect with me. I, I can, I can direct you in some legal ways of, of, well. No, Lexi, Lexi does a show on Monday nights. It's called a natural affair. And what they do is they focus on, um, natural ways to treat, ra- uh, uh, different problems. And they go obviously beyond that. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. she makes her own and sunscreen. Always, it's always the silk road too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am trying it. <laughs> I, I just, uh, you, know, you know, I just, I, I was have... raising my kids, and I, I don't smoke at all, and I just, uh, but I, I can, I, I can, I, I felt that maybe it was unhealthy for me back then. I didn't know what what they know now, and so I just didn't do it. And I, I limited my drinking, and I was homeschooling. My kids were around all the time, so I didn't want to do stuff in front of them. And so, you know, that was just my, uh, my mindset at the time. <laughs> I I can help but you with that though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I'm 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 open. <laughs> I uh, uh I have I, to I'm give convinced. Kudos. I'm really convinced <laughs> that it's good, that it's healthy, and and, and besides that, uh, regardless of that, I should say it's it's our right. You know, it's my body, and I I have the right to put into my body whatever I choose, and That's uh, right. we've got to get the government out of it, out of our lives, out of our bank accounts, out of our. Everything. Out, know, of our, out of our health care. Get away. Just leave us alone. Yeah, exactly. Out of healthcare. Yeah. Exactly. Leave us alone. Dave, what do you got to say there for Tori before we wrap it up? I was going to applaud her for actually knowing what the Silk Road is. <laughs> Most oh, people I'm don't. I'm sorry. I, I had a I hard time apl- understanding it. I have to applaud you for you knowing what the Silk Road is. Most people don't know what that is. Uh, well, I keep up with, uh, all right Tori. well that was yeah. great talking with you i really appreciate finally getting to talk with you uh everybody make sure you check yeah. out volunteers for adam uh if you can lend any yeah. support and and mark your calendars october 24th if you can get up to dc go you know go lend your support hopefully hopefully the march won't have to happen because he'll be out already but, yeah, um, wouldn't that be wonderful? That but you know, be. we are going to try to, to hook people up with carpools and and who who, who knows if there's enough, maybe some uh, charter buses. You know, so if you have a problem with transportation, just go onto the site and talk about it. There you go, excellent. All right, Tori, you have a great evening. Um, okay, give, give that too, husband son. of yours a big hug and okay. say thank you for supporting you. And uh, we will talk to you okay, again I soon. All right, that. dear. Okay. Thank okay. Night so off. Good, Good night. night. Good night. There goes Tori. Oh, that was a. Like I said, it's it's really nice to to hear the older generation coming around finally, and we gotta. I wish you'd get off that whole I, age. I think, I think it's an important thing. I, I really do because you don't see that. You don't see an active person protesting like she does. I mean, I don't know if she's on your Facebook or not, but I'll yes. tell you, she is on it constantly. She is putting information out. She's yelling and screaming, and and. Uh, it shouldn't be about her age, though. It should be about, you know, well, what she's he does putting have a point. forward. Thank you, Dave. Finally, yeah. Dave agrees my, with me for the first time in like six own, weeks. My own mother 
uh, was saying that she has a nice life because my mother's two years younger than her. Um, my own mother said she, she's got a nice life. She's got a house across the street from the Atlantic Ocean, you know, in Melbourne Beach, and she doesn't want to upset anything. And, you know, she, she's just going to live the rest of her life because she's been retired for almost 20 years now. Um, she's going to live the next 20 years, you know, in happiness. But she did wind up getting pissed off enough to where she went to that uh, GMO. Or but there, Santa but therein lies back. the big question is when you have an an age group like that that is set in their ways that feels that they know what they know and they're going to do what they're going to do, do you really have a, an effectiveness in that category or not? Or should you just speak on a level that affects your age group? Well, those the, the her age group is the one that's got the most power. Agreed, you know? but are, are you going to change their mind or are they already set in their ways? Do they always, do, well, that's why my big question was what it was is because how do you affect that sort of a category? How do you really sort of persuade them into making a change or making a difference? I don't think there is because they've already made their decision and nothing you can say will affect it because you know, you're younger than them. You're kids. To, in We're their eyes. Kids. We're just kids. Right. We're just kids. We're playing. Well, that's all some things we can get into a little bit more uh, in the next hour. Next hour, um, we're going to open up the phone lines. Everybody that's been listening, uh, let's hear your thoughts and opinions on, on what we talked about tonight. Let's, uh, you know, tell us we're wrong. Tell us you agree. Tell us you don't agree. But give us a call. 941-421-0401 would be that number that you'll want to call. And uh, maybe we can convince you otherwise if you disagree so you guys have been listening to the first 52 on razradiolive.com i want to thank tori for joining us i want to thank uh, thank martin truther for joining us we'll be back in a couple minutes guys talk to you soon gemini zadik melchizedek speeches beyond atticus We've come to give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. A swift kick to his iron jaw, followed by a fast fist Behold, flick from a lion paw. As a thief, as a thief in the night, night. A prophet, not for profit, who often don't got a pot to piss in. The post apocalyptic lost scripts of a Gnostic Christian. A linguistic keen mystic assisted on a coptic mission. With magicians equipped with cryptic vision, so stop quick and listen. Use the Kleenex that's given to see that the Phoenix is risen. Church's penis driven while worshiping Venus is forbidden. Some see the world that we live in, but for others the key is more hidden. As history gets rewritten, Babylon inherits the mystery of Britain. A great harlot. Deceiving what we more webs in Charlotte. Tell a white lies to nice guys as nice guys become scarlet. A vegetarian trapped in the heart of the meat market. How dare you wipe your feet on the carpet when the sheep are my target? Creeping deep from a tar pit, part of a bizarre skit. These dark kings trying to start things, pulling more strings than a guitar pick. No smoke or mirrors, or any exploding cigar trick. Revoke my peers to do what we're told. We've come to come like thieves in the night who believe in the light. Thieves in the night, speaking with common light. Thieves in the night who come to even the fight. Thieves in the night, never leave in the common light. Thieves in the night who believe in the light. Thieves in the night, speaking what's coming like thieves in the night, come to Eve in the fight. Thieves in the night, never leave in the fight. You need the fire virgin from the divine virgin to be inspired to learn a degree. Material currency is illusory of alchemy. Look inwardly and outwardly within without a bubble. below my ganga in me, mate, the air cleansing me from head to toe. Mouthpiece and nemesis. This laboratory delusion since the reptilian genesis, the authors of illusion. Church offering solutions and the brainwashing institution. Drink the blood of a holy communion and be born in confusion. Yo, roll the rock away, I say. Wake up from your sleeping benedict. Does the sowing well, Satan does the reaping. I, and I've been keeping tabs on them Illuminati Nazis. Trying to scream Masons and the Zionist paparazzi. So if you hear the click and clack of a clock and somebody pop. 
pop me Like Tupac and Marvish and Boy, you know who shot me Behold, I come as a thief As a thief in the night With no need for jewels or gold rings I'm trying to act like a king Cause life's worth more than material things So many don't know, so I sing Bringing the tables, another fable of when You didn't see what was capable of greedy minds Who seek to own and control everything that they can Including owning your soul It's like they're possessed With nobody to put a stop to Till heaven sent for my remembrance To know it's true from false So instead of speculation, I steal back the minds lost in manipulation to what's reality, like modern-day slaves incarceration of a mentality under the legislation of sinister ministers who act worse than a fiend and claim to them we threaten the American dream. Behold, I come as a thief, as a thief in the night. We're coming like thieves in the night who believe in the light. Thieves in the night, speaking what's coming like, like thieves in the night who come to Eve in the fight. Thieves in the night, never leave in the night. Coming like thieves in the night who believe in the light. Thieves in the night, speaking what's coming like thieves in the night who come to Eve in the fight. Thieves in the night, never leave in the light. These times are like the days of Noah. Some be fiending for chains and penance, acting like one of Cain's descendants. Remnants walking the ways of Jehovah. Sinning the seven deadly, we're breaking the Ten Commandments. Mainstream flowing directly out of Babylon. Behaving like a Jezebel, quick to kiss and tell. At both ends, I'll burn the wick until the candle's gone. Some try to sit and sell you a wish within the wishing well. Far too many people are following the fallen. Sporting a Maltese cross, claiming the vault he's lost. Expecting to be safe while swallowing it all in. Just trying to buy fame, no matter how much a small piece costs. Listen up, listen up. They're just trying to buy fame no matter how much a small piece costs. Behold, I come as a thief. As a thief in the night. Let's fuck unprotected. Overpopulate. Build new cities over burial sites and toxic waste. Spread hate like the spray from the Gatling gun when it oscillates. Make a rule of a refusal to tolerate. Gotta pray twice a day type religion. A circumcision. Baptized as a Christian. Just abandon it for an anthem of hedonism. Then we can die alone. Holler without guilt. Wallow in our own filth and litter all of us. Styrofoam. Spoil the soil with nuclear waste and any trace of the bodies we've hung. Uranium. Radioactive wreckage from alien ships. Ancient ruins. Battery floor. Oil drums, y'all hiding in the ocean. We'll never have a clue. And when the whales start beach, we'll scavenge it for food. And when the able are reaching, find them to a tomb. And when the frail and weeping, we'll tighten the screws. Make them twist on the strip. Then we'll sip and approach a tight lip. Order all workers butchered, so no evidence exists. Eat mason jars of pots of holy water and elements. Blind people with cracked sediments. Find people in metal bodies and start selling them. Relocate people, we feed in ghettos and tenements. And then we'll eat the serpent's fruit and never criticize our government. Sacrifice a youth and be accepted as extremists. This is Mike Shaner from, hell, I don't know where I'm from. This is Mike Shaner from Examiner.com. You're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. That all you want to <laughs> Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941 941- 421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com
Guys, we're back. Third hour, first fifty-two on RazRadioLive.com. What you know about that? I wasn't really planning on a party hour this evening, guys. I hate to tell you. Stop. Even requested, and since you can't come up with it. Uh, uh. Not that I couldn't come up with it. I was trying to fix other issues. Hey, mama. Thank you. Oh, there we go. Thanks, Dave. It's that not that I quick and painless. It's not that I couldn't come up with it. I was actually not doing that tonight, and I had an issue with. I don't know why I was planning. I don't play. want to hear tech talk. Man. I was planning I'm on. Made me feel like an idiot because I danced for two seconds with no song playing. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm losing control of the third hour already, and it hasn't even started yet. <laughs> Okay, we're good. We're good. She feels better now. I feel better now. No, 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 no. All right, all right. So I've got all this. I've got a whole shitload of audio Aww. that I haven't played yet, um, and I've got some things that I still want to talk Wait, about. This is the fun hour. I, well, I realize that, but um, we're about to go to I war with a country that we didn't do anything to, or that didn't I do anything to us. So you know, we still have stuff to talk about. All right, everybody, give us a call nine four one four two one zero four zero one. And we'll decide which way it goes based on the phone calls. Now that I had to reset that computer during the break, I had a bunch of stuff I had to do, Dave. So I was trying to fix that over, and I couldn't. I'm it's sorry. not my fault. <laughs> no, I wasn't blaming you. I was saying that's why I didn't have the... the I, I had a whole other plan in mind anyway. Anyway, uh, again, I want to thank... I want to thank Martin and uh, Tori for joining us. It was really nice to have uh, two great people on with us. Um, you don't have to be the leader of a movement or a group to have some great stuff to talk about. And uh, I think that's what we got from Tori. You know, she's stepping up and, and really trying to to be a leader or be somebody showing an example of, of how to do things. And I appreciate that, you know, and I, I appreciate what Martin does and I appreciate what everybody does, but sometimes it's the smaller kids, the, the smaller people involved, the, the, the little person that can make a more, make a big difference if they really try. And, uh, what? 
leave me crickets. <laughs> Thank, thanks for the crickets, guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I told you I medicated, man. Gl- I got two co-hosts, and neither one of them can stay with the flow of the conversation. Uh, one's no, staring just... at a phone, the other one's medicated. One made an, uh, you made it's an the assumption. Hour, man. Um, you didn't give me the itinerary I, uh... that we were going. We were gonna go do some shit today at the eleven o'clock hour. <laughs> no, you As a matter of fact, not. I told you I was. I was thinking about bailing. <laughs> I know you on were. The eleven o'clock hour. <laughs> it's kind of unfair. What that he was in a bail? I, I thought God, so too. I could fucking fall asleep right now, right in front of you guys. Don't don't say things like that. Uh, we're gonna start calling you uh, Amber. I don't care. <laughs> you know, Amber fell asleep like on camera one night during Drunken Disorderly. Like just totally out me. unconscious on the camera. <laughs> they were all making fun of her. Oh, uh, look at that. We did get a caller and how about that? What's up, Scotty? Hey, is this the hot wopsican uh, sex line? I don't know. Is this Scotty is a hoe? <laughs> Scotty is yes, a hoe. Is. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I've you know, never seen the infamous Scotty. There's Scotty. Uh, it's nothing too important to see. I mean, I understand all this glamour and sexiness. Can he see? Ooh. Yeah. The whole... <laughs> yeah, he can see that, honey. Oh, well, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I'm good with that. Hold sorry, on. Dave. I got a table here. Woo! <laughs> I like right, He's not doing the booby thing. Scotty, now you know why I want that song played. At, the, at every third hour. <laughs> that, that, that's why he wants the song. That's the only reason. I'm the only way to get to see that. <laughs> Start calling in on the third hour. <laughs> <laughs> so how you doing, brother? Oh, man, just hanging in here, man. I figured I'd give you guys a call and just say what's up. And, uh, who, I, I just, I, I caught the last part of your interview with that lady you were talking to. Um, who exactly is she? Uh, her name's Tori Higgins. She's, uh, somebody that I made. Higgs. Or Tori Higgs. I'm sorry. Yeah. She's somebody I made friends with on Facebook. And she just, I always thought she was, you know, my age or in, around my age. And then I learned later on that she was a lot older. And I, she's just very impressive with the way she um, is really into this movement like she is. And it's just, it makes me feel so good to see that that age bracket getting involved also. Uh, she sent me a message here on Facebook right after the interview. And um, <clears throat> let me see here. She said... uh I'd love to see more of us out there. It wasn't until the older ones came out against the Vietnam conflict that the war finally got the attention needed to end the insanity. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, and she just sent that to me right as we were in the break, and it really does, it, it does take a level of that because, like I said, that's the voting populace, really. You know, the older generations. Well, they're the ones that the politicians will listen to. Yeah, well, and that's true too. You know, that has nothing to do. It's just because that's their peer group. Because most politicians are older. You know. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I did come to the table with an agenda, though. Uh oh. Um. Well, no, no. Uh, for a while there, you know, uh, me and a friend of mine were bouncing back and forth about Eric Holder and, uh, you know, how he was wanting to, uh, you know, let the states run their marijuana laws. Well. It kept going on and on and on, and I kept telling my friend, I said, there's got to be an agenda behind it. And I don't necessarily think Syria is an agenda, but it just is kind of funny that all this shit goes down and they come out two days before Friday, or, well, the day before Friday, and they say, oh, we're going to let the states run their marijuana laws. I mean, what are you going to pay attention to if you're just the common folk? Yeah, Obama administration will. Good, good, uh... Segway, because that was one of the articles I had for the third hour. Obama administration God. will not block state marijuana laws if distri- distribution is regulated. 
So now they've come out and said that uh, if the states say they want to uh, either do medical or recreational, they'll they'll leave them alone as long as they're controlling it and regulating it within the state. So, yeah, it kind of makes you wonder why they would announce that. And they, it, you also have to wonder what else we're missing uh, under the fog of war. Yeah, let's look at what the sand is doing. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that could be going on that we're not even seeing because all we're talking about, I mean, I'll pull up the Drudge Report right now. A fucking plant. <laughs> I pull Look, up the drug. Re- drug you can have this plant back while we, while while we, we do this. this country over here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I pulled the Drudge Report up, and we got uh, Obama turns to Congress, seeks authority <laughs> for <lettuce>. Syrian strike, <laughs> change of heart after talking walk. Were uh, you watching Heartbreak Kid today? <laughs> Me, oh, Dave. Yeah. No, Dave was busy today. I was oh. busy today. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> All day. Jesus. No. Well, you know, I had shit <laughs> to do in the morning. <laughs> I went house shopping in the morning. Yeah, poor oh. Scotty. Talking about house shopping. Do you want to talk oh, about that dude. at all? <laughs> dude, he came to my Was house. Again? Dude, yeah. yeah, dude. Uh, dude, I, I paid my rent. I can show you the receipts right here where I paid my first month's rent on time. Okay. Uh, uh, no, right I, next to him too. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, going through my, I'm going through my lease. I'm going through everything, dude. Me and this guy, I, dude, I about, I about killed him today. He got, uh, he got in my wife's shit, dude, and I, I, I got all up in him, dude. I let him know real fast, dude. Don't fuck with my wife, dude. I'll kill you. Yeah, you don't get in your wife's shit. Hell no. What the fuck? Only I, only I'm allowed to pack her dinner. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. Well, at least that's all you're packing, I guess. Well, he, 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 he come over and he reeked of alcohol. He was drunk. And well, you know, he, I mean, that's good. What they reeked out. You want that? You also no, have another no, call he, coming in. Oh, just saying. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Scotty. Go ahead, Scotty. Next time you have yeah. an interaction with this guy, get it on video. Well, if he's um, gonna, if, trust me. Well, we 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 did record the conversation um, somewhat, but uh, you know, I just basically came down and told him, see what had happened is my truck broke down. And I told him, I said, hey, man, I might uh, give you $500 this week and uh, 500, 500 the following week because I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen here because my truck being down. And he said, okay, no problem. And I, I texted him and let him know, hey, man, I got my truck back. Everything's fine. I'll go ahead and pay rent, you know, when it's due. And he's telling me, no, you're going to pay me today. You're, you're going you're gonna to do this. You're going to do that. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Are you guys hearing me? Yeah, we yes. hear you. Okay, I, I, I've been doing some new things with my board. Um, you so, keep that to yourself, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you, um, you sound, you sound dynamite, by the way. Dynamite. Dynamite. So, long story short, you know, um, since we've moved in, you know, there was supposed to be a bunch of repairs done to the house before we moved in. Um, the guy had, had to go to Alaska. He came back. He had a week before we moved in. He redid the hardwood floors. He was supposed to do the kitchen floor. He's supposed to fix a drain. He's supposed to fix a garage door. A bunch of different things. And he, he has procrastinated on it and he hasn't followed any of his work. And I just told him, I said, look, dude, I told him exactly what you told me, Sean. You know what? If you, if you don't do it, I'm going to put the money in escrow and you won't get the money until it's fixed. That, that's exactly what you should do because that protects you, you know, in the long run. Oh, we lost blind Lawrence. Lawrence was there, Aww. but we lost him. Um, it protects you. And, and when it wow, comes down, back. when it comes down to you wanting to move out or, or break your lease, he, he, it just makes you look better as we talked last night. You know, I don't need to go into it too deep, but you, you get my point. 
Well, me and the wife talked, and uh, I told her, I said, look, you, you know, I've been talking about coming back to Florida for a couple of years now. I love Florida. I've lived there for a long time. And I told her, I said, look, if we're going to do it, we just need to jump and do it. So, you know, I got on, I checked out a few different apartments, different things like that. So we're going to, you know, keep doing that. And uh, I talked to Salty, and he's going to, he's going to, you know, be my eyes a little bit for me. Oh God, you don't want those eyes. <laughs> well, no, like, like, I, he's going to tell me what areas, like, if I, if I bring up an apartment complex, he'll, you know, like, I asked you about that one place, and, you know, you told me, I mean, you don't want to live there. He asked me of a Murdoch circle, honey. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we watched the whole video on the place, and it looked beautiful. The inside was beautiful, and it, the outside yeah. was beautiful, and I was like, wow, man, that's a really nice place. They, they Four bedrooms the, for 875 a month. So they, they, they shoot cut the, in your driver yeah, window. They, they cut the gangsters out of the video, unfortunately. No, it's not that bad, but... <laughs> It took the day yeah. off. It's, it's <laughs> seriously not that bad, but no, no, our area the is the same the cost way. and, you know, 20 minutes from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we'll, we'll help you out, Scotty. All of us, of course, you know, uh, I, I always push for people to move closer to me because I don't have any friends. So, uh, all my friends are miles and hundreds of miles, if not thousands of miles away from me. It's all That's these people here. That's what we here. should do is show them our place. There you go. Well, we're at our That's peak for under 55. Well, see, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't keep friends. Like I told, like I told my wife, I, I have, the only friends I really have are with this radio station. I've learned a long time ago, friends do nothing but get you in trouble. And dealing with all you people, everybody, everybody on this radio you station people. has a pretty level head. That's kind of racist, guy. You people. Well, I mean, you, you are, you are mystery. <laughs> Fuck you with you people. No, he no, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said, uh, you ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you ladies. Uh, so did you hear me get rid, get, get to make fun of, uh, Joe today? I, yeah, I heard it when you, uh, cause I missed, obviously I was at the beach earlier, so I didn't, He's lucky. I didn't, I didn't hear the, hey, you might be able to do it too soon. Uh, I didn't hear the, the initial, uh, release of the, of the parody, but I heard it at the close of the show. Was that the one? Yeah. So, what did you think about it? I thought it was good. You did good. A little, little uh, echoey. Yeah, a little echoey. You, you got to bring down your uh, your reverb there a little bit. But other than that, it was good. No, right, I wanted somebody else's opinion because you know Joe and Joe and Salty like to play that bait game with me. <laughs> the bait game. Oh yes, they like to bait me in so that they can uh, sink me later. <laughs> <laughs> they're good. They're good at that. <laughs> oh, very much so. <coughs> we so what's everybody getting into tonight? Uh, um, I was doing a radio show. Are you really? Yeah, that's the last thing I remember doing. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm glad you joined us. <laughs> the third hour is usually a clusterfuck anyway, so you you fit in perfect. <laughs> oh well, I don't, I don't, you know. No, um, so we talk about the marijuana thing. I do. I I want to before we go anywhere. Uh, before we move forward, what uh, is Scott's thoughts on the whole Syria issue? Since I've gotten everybody else's so far, I didn't get yours, Dave, but I know yours. Um, Scott, what's your thought? And I probably know yours too, but I want to hear it from you. I, I wasn't too overly concerned about it until about uh, so about two thirty, two o'clock, two thirty today, when it came across that Obama wanted the con- uh, the congressional approval to. Uh, I guess bomb the shit out of Syria. Um, my, my opinion on it is, you know, it's their country. Let them deal with their own bullshit. It doesn't affect us. At least I don't think it affects us. I mean, we're here. They're there. If they want to fucking kill each other, let them fucking kill each other. I could give two shits less as long as they're not doing it in front of me and not doing it to my family. 
Well, you don't think we have a moral obliga- obligation to, to go protect the, the citizens of Syria? No, no, we don't. You know what? We have our own country to deal with. We have our own homeless. We have our own children. We have our own people here that need to be taken care of. It's time for, I'm sorry about saying it like this, but I think it's time for the United States to quit being, you know, the big brother, the big bully, the police of the world and start taking care of their own fucking people, dude. Start taking care of the people here. Go ahead, Dave. Okay. So let me, let me ask you something, Scotty. If a year from now there's an event, where, or let's just call it a terrorist event, where some brown people kill some white people. Will that change your mind? Well, no, it's not going to change my mind because, in my eyes, color doesn't matter to me one one bit or right, let's, another. Let's say we have another September 11th. Why the government? Will that change your that? mind? What? I, I I fully believe that our government was involved in that and allowed well, it to happen. I'm saying, if 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 there's another event, was it would it change your your point of view? Because that seems to be it, what happened. It won't now, though, because he's already aware of the fact of false flags, and he doesn't believe in the last one now. Even though probably in 2001, you were like me and Dave and everybody else screaming, "Go kill them!" No, no, actually, I wasn't. Oh, I was. I was. I've always been. Um, you know, I'm not the smartest person when it comes to government and you know what goes on there. But I am smart enough to realize, and I always have been smart enough to realize that they're doing things behind our back, uh, and just showing us the puppet over here. Like, you know, like she said a minute ago, you got this hand over here doing this while this one's doing this. You know, and, and it's always been that way. I couldn't see way. that other hand, Scott. What was that other hand doing? It was wiping something. <laughs> well, you know, and, and coming up in a, in a, in a, in a, in a career Marine Corps family, um, you know, that kind of gave me a little gist of what Shut was going on up. too. <laughs> Well, we're not. He's outside. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, I got a, I got my air conditioner window over here. What I what I something I wanted to bring up earlier. <clears throat> Lexi and I were getting dinner together and everything before the show. She eats with you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, I she do. Does. Yeah. yeah. She actually cooked it tonight. Um, but we're sitting there. And actually, I, <laughs> we're bouncing between uh, Fox News and CNN, right? <laughs> And as we're doing this, I'm at CNN and, and they're talking and I, I wish I heard the whole conversation. I actually wish I recorded it. I wish I had this audio. But they, they're asking questions about what should be done in Syria. And this one guy comes on and he's in studio with them and he starts rambling all this stuff. And, and then he goes, I don't, why, why don't we just let Al Qaeda, um, take care of it? And as soon as he said that, he was asking a question in the middle of a conversation. They went to commercial. As soon as he said, why don't we just let Al-Qaeda take care of this? Because Who said that? Wow. I don't remember his name. It was on CNN. It was about, um, what time was it? About six-ish? It'll show up on YouTube. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it and send it out once I find it. It was some, you know, guy that was just an analyst or whatever on, on, on CNN. And as soon as he said, why don't we just let Al-Qaeda take care of this? They went to a fucking break. Because... Al Qaeda is majority of the rebel forces, and it was well, just so funny he said that. And then they cut to a commercial. It just shows you how contrived it is. Well, yeah, that's because most people don't realize. Uh, you know, it goes back to you know Kyrgyzstan and the pipeline. You know, and training and uh, supplying weapons and different things like that. When Al Qaeda was being developed by the United States, well, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, it was, and it was it was in Afghanistan when Russia was in the Afghanistan war, and they they the Mujahideen. Oh, I got it right that time. Uh, hey. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> was um was the group that that we organized and and helped train and guess who their leader was uh Osama bin Laden very right ding 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 yeah CIA asset yep exactly Tim Osborne he he's known as also but nobody wants to believe that or you know research it themselves but anyway where was I going oh I know what I want what are you doing what are you doing Dude, that's like the exorcist look. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me spin my head. <laughs> See, Dave, Scotty's got a little elevated view from your view. Like he kind of looks down on us where that camera is. Uh-huh. That's right. Look up to me, bitches. <laughs> I mean, you notice I don't look at the camera. I can see you. <laughs> you can see who? I can't see him. Who are you calling? Because I hear in the microphone. Who are you calling? <coughs> Time and weather. Are you guys gonna sing a song? <coughs> sing a song. <laughs> she's holding the phone up to the microphone so we could sing the song to whoever she's talking to. She literally held the phone up to the microphone so well, they could hear no, it. No, I held it up so you guys could sing and nobody did anything. Well, also. but nobody would have heard anything, honey. No. We multiply like we and then drop bombs like we in the Middle East. You heard that line, we drop bombs like we're in the Middle East. <laughs> I don't, well, don't want to give out the full phone number, but that didn't work out well. No, it didn't work out at all. Anyway, where's this thing I'm looking for, damn it? Well, you asked me my opinion on oh, stereo. Yeah. Yes. What is your opinion? Uh, I think that it was an orchestrated event. Um, they needed a reason to go in there. And um, they're making their reason. Uh, from what I've read... And we talked about this earlier with Martin. Um, the weapons were given to the rebels by Saudi Arabia, the, the chemical weapons in question here. And they were supposed to go to, I'm glad you're giggling over there and having fun. They were supposed to go to the Al Qaeda rebels, but they ended up in the hands of the actual true rebels of Syria, the, 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 the real citizens of Syria. That are against the government. They didn't know what they were doing with them. They mishandled them, and they went off by mistake. That's why it was in the middle of the rebel strongholds. All right. Well, what did you think about Britain backing out of it and France stepping up? I don't know what the hell's going on with that. That doesn't make much sense to me at all. Um, it's usually, all a charade. Yeah, usually France a is, is a bunch of pussies, and uh, Britain's usually, you know, got their their they stick up our ass and they're going to do whatever we tell them to do or we're going to do whatever they tell us to do. Um, so I don't know really what's what's going on. I know it's a charade, Dave, but, you, you know, you got to kind of think about what they're doing and why they do it and why they're changing patterns. Maybe uh, maybe the elite have bigger plans for Britain and they don't want to send them in there. I, I don't know. I wish I did. Who knows? Whatever it is, it's already planned. Oh yeah, by far. I get this unresponsive. I'm I, I'm on Alex Jones's page, and I keep getting an unresponsive script, and I can't. There we go. All right. So, um, <clears throat> it's a little long. It's uh, about four minutes, a little bit over four minutes, but I think it's pertinent. Um, you all know I love Ron Paul, and I support him a hundred percent. Well, on Fox News, Tate's falling asleep. <laughs> On Fox News, he came out calling the chemical attack a false flag. 
and uh, he's with uh, Cavuto, and he he gets a little heated during the conversation. So uh, <clears throat> let's hear that one. Very much. Uh, to Ron Paul right now, who says this is all the more reason just to stay out. We can't pick who's going to be in charge or dictate whether someone should stay in charge. So, uh, Ron Paul, you heard Donald Rumsfeld. Did anything dissuade you of that view? Uh, hardly. Hardly should he be considered an expert on the region. He gave us Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, and he was uh, buddies with Saddam Hussein. You know, he worked with him when uh, Saddam Hussein was actually using poison gases. And look at where Iraq is today. It's a disaster. It's more allied with Iran right now. The Al-Qaeda's in Iraq, and there's death totals coming up every single day we hear about the death. So hardly would he be able to give us advice on what to do in Afghanistan. Yeah. Now, having so, said that, no, no, no I, I will say this. There, there is some debate as to whether he individually encouraged Saddam Hussein to use gases on his people. But leaving no, that aside, I, 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 I do I, want to uh, stress this, sir, if I can. Is it your sense, then, uh, that his other argument, that Russia or China could take advantage of this uh, and, and seize on this mm -hmm. vacuum uh, if we do not? I didn't make that accusation, just to clarify, but we as a country and he part of it, actually, we were allies with Saddam Hussein. But that's the difference I've got. You're asking about the danger of escalation, really, with Russia and, and China. I think it's very, very serious. And I think the markets are telling us that. I think the price of oil is telling us that because it's really a big thing. So, yes, uh, you know, it's, it's supposed to be a token. I think one of the reasons why they say, well, this isn't regime change because we're not really positive who uh, who set off the gas. I mean, the, per the group that's most likely to benefit from that is Al-Qaeda. They, they uh, you, you know, ignite some gas, some people die and blame it on Assad. Assad, I don't think, is an idiot. I, I don't think he would do this on purpose in order for the whole that's world to come down on so you, you question well, you, uh, right, So you question whether Assad even used the gas and that he's just being yeah, set up. I mean, look, look at many lies were told to us about uh, uh, Saddam Hussein prior to that build-up. War propaganda. It's endless. It happens all the time. Well, we do. Certainly, but, but to be fair, Congress, we knew it, certainly in the past Saddam Hussein had used weapons against his own people. But your argument is a good one. So I, I guess what I want to advance here is this, that if, if, if a, a dictator using uh, chemical weapons on his own people uh, isn't a litmus test for us to, to help those people, uh, for Ron Paul, uh, what is? Well, I think getting to the truth of it, and that's what we're not getting to, because when Saddam Hussein used the gases, some of the products were bought from us, and he was still our ally. So you can't ignore that. No, I don't. I think it's a false flag. I think really, indeed. And nobody knows if, if indeed he was slaughtering people by the thousands, uh, you know, with poison gas. You know, that's a different story, but that isn't the case. Matter of fact, a hundred thousand deaths are the case. And it's not, you know, the implication is, that Assad committed a hundred thousand killings. There are a lot of factions out there. Why don't we ask, you know, about the Al Qaeda? Why are we on the side of the Al Qaeda right now? So I think the web they want the weapons. The weapons the rebels want the weapons. There's a bunch of people in there. Al Qaeda is part of it. And this is the test for us to drop a couple bombs and then send in weapons. So I we're think being sucked in. You argue we're being sucked in. It's dangerous. Uh, big, big okay. time, and it's big risk. 
risk. This can escalate and Russia could get What if there's an accident and a hundred Russians get killed by our bombs? Who, so who knows? Some type of unintended consequences. Wars always expand because of unintended consequences. They always provide short-term war. Just think of all the promises on Iraq. Short-term, not much money. In and over. Out, quick we'll and get dirty. their oil. No, we'll, and we'll quick don't and dirty. We Something should look at sex, what's best for America and, and not okay. trying to pick size in an impossible war like this won't be on the side of the American people. And the American people right now, by a very large majority, are opposed to this war. The Constitution can't support this war. And morally, we can't support this war. Getting involved in a civil war and a All strife right. that's been going on in that region for thousands of years. Well, you're right about this, Congressman. We have very uh, unclear rationale for doing what we're doing. We shall see. Ron Paul, in the meantime. So that's Ron Paul's opinion, and and I kind of follow along the same tracks as what he says. Uh, I do believe it was intentional. I do believe the weapons were supplied by U.S. or U.S. allies that want that region to stabilize. Um, we can't go into Iran until we have a launching platform, and guess where the launching platform would be? Syria. Let's say hypothetically... Let's say hypothetically we bomb the holy shit out of uh, Syria mm-hmm. and Israel bombs the holy shit out of uh, Syria and Iran starts <coughs> bombing the holy shit. Now, I'm going to pose a question that I've been asking everybody. People here are too caught up in their mundane lives because bombs don't hit here. Missiles don't hit here. We... As common folk, don't take we 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 take it. Uh, I, I I don't want to. I'm trying to think of a good word here. Um, it, we we take it for granted uh, of our everyday lives. If they start bombing the holy shit out of here, do people start taking notice and start standing up, or do people keep living their mundane lives? Well, if they're bombing the holy shit out of here, of course. No, 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 Syria. Oh, out of Syria. Um. No, you know what will happen is most of the people will go get their 12-pack of beer and plop their ass in front of the TV and watch the smart bombs going into the tunnels and into the attics and into the fireplaces. And they'll rant and scream, USA, 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 just like they did after the apparent killing of Osama. And just like they did, you know what, just like they did after martial law was imposed in Boston. After the the whole thing was over and they caught the Tarnif brother that was still out there, right. um, what happened? We saw everybody come out of their house after they told they were allowed to by government officials and chanted in the street USA and screamed and yelled and hooted and hollered and partied about them catching the Sarna brothers but not realize the... It'll the, be advertised as heroic. Yeah. Okay, second part of that question. We bomb the shit out of Syria. Israel bombs the shit out of Syria. Iran starts bombing the shit out of Israel. Russia and China have said they are backing Syria, and mm-hmm. they will back Iran. Mm-hmm. Does a missile hit the United States? No. 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 There'll be terrorist attacks. Well, maybe. Actually, that might be... Uh, might if be Russia's involved, that we, maybe. That they, that, that they get us into war. That might, be, that might be the event that gets us into war. With the full backing of everybody in the country. And I think, I think we will, if, if they can't get, I don't think they want con- congressional approval. I think they're just dog and pony showing us right now. Um, but if they, if they can't get in there, um, they'll do some kind of covert strike, which will be blamed on us. And then, uh, we'll start seeing an increase in terrorist attacks. 
uh, whether it be true or not, like real false flags or, or actual true terrorist attacks. I think if we um, bomb in Syria, we'll see real, honest terrorist attacks, not false flags, not government-sponsored, but real terrorist attacks. Whether they reach us here or not, I don't know. Guess who I won't be seeing any terrorist attacks? Honduras. You got it. I'm I'm still (laughs) questioning what war solves when we're... Nothing. It makes money for the elite. All it does is make money. What is bombing anywhere solving? What is, what is killing men, women, and children They have solving? to buy more bombs. They, they, How they've bought all these bombs, now they gotta use it. Uh, but, uh, why are weapons being created in the first place? Well, because man is, like I've said once before, man is the only destructive animal on the planet. That is, yeah, we are, we are an, well, an only evil population. Men. Well, humans in general are the most destructive yes. animal on the planet. We do, we, we destroy it. We use it for our own resources. We don't, I don't want to bomb your house, man. Name another, name house. another mammal. Name another mammal or any living creature that's, that's viruses sole do that. Viruses do that. Parasites do that. They, they, they suck. They bleed their, their host dry and then they Those both Those aren't die. mammals. Well, well, no, I said any living organism. Oh, okay. So he is right. So now we're saying, and Dave's going to love this comment. So now we're saying government is a virus or a parasite. And what's the it's first thing? It it's, what's the first thing we do to any virus or parasite? Try to kill it. Try to get rid of it. So well, Dave, none of you are trying. None of you are trying. You're still paying your taxes. So you're you're, you're feeding the fucking the the beast. Well, it's because we have no choice. It's sort of like the letter I got the other day. No. I was on the phone with the IRS for an hour. You do have a choice. You do no, have a no, choice. I don't have a choice. Yes, you they do. Come in, no. Yes, you do. Stop, Dave. Stop. They come, <laughs> you could choose come, not to pay taxes. Stop, you stop, and you could choose to. You stop, could, there stop, are stop. ways. There not, are no, ways. No, no, no. The, you can there, move the hot There is no way. That's because true. There, is, there, there are ways you can sign off and not be a part of the system. Right. But then you are not entitled to any benefits of any kind through the government. I don't get what any benefits, benefits as those? it is. Well, I mean, just say one day something pops up that you have to have something. Okay, well, let's take Dave, for instance. Okay, had you never paid taxes and you would have opted out of it while you were waiting on your disability, you would have never been able to collect the things that you were using at the point in time to help you. No, you, that's that's a, that's a hundred percent wrong. Yeah. All the shit that I Dave's have here is my mother. Example. Well, no, and, and it's forget, my mother. Yeah, the only thing I have is Obama. Oh, I thought phone I thought you were getting Obama phone food stamps and stuff like that because I yelled at you about it. Obama one day. phone and food stamps. Actually, they just cu- they just yeah, cut they my food stamps food because stamp. now I, I quote unquote make too much money. Right. right, but if you had never paid taxes and opted out of the tax program, you would I have never get any been disability. Able, you would have never been able to collect food stamps either. No, yes, he would have. Because how many no, illegal alien, how many illegal aliens two. get food stamps well, and healthcare? So yes, I, he I, I, I'm here to tell you, they they're giving those shit, they're giving that shit out like it's fucking candy. And here's here's how I know why. I signed up for it on a Thursday night online. Didn't have to show proof of shit. I got my card on Saturday. Wow, it was never that easy for and us. I will tell you, Obamacare. You can't, you can't the people that have the most to gain right now in this country are illegal aliens from Obamacare, from the entire system. It has nothing right. to do with that. 
You, what, you can what do, sign what off do, completely and still have a ton to gain from this country. That just shows you tell right me there the taxes, how fucked up shit is. Tell me the taxes that illegal aliens don't pay. Because you know, most of them go get a fake social security card. Most of them actually pay taxes that they, and they don't file to get that money back. So they're actually putting more money into the system than they're taking out. For the I most part, they're there's, trying there's, to pull them there's in. There's data that backs that up. They're pulling well, them yes, in through the benefits. Well, you well, no, call the, the IRS they're... guy that I sat on Attempting. a phone with for an hour the other day that sent me the letter because I missed two payments on my taxes and they sent me a letter telling me they were going to garnish you my wages and put liens against my property. Yeah, well, <clears throat> Buzzy Buzzy says there are ways to get out of that. Buzzy says war is hell, but needed sometimes. But unjust war is immoral. Why is it needed sometimes? I don't know. You have to ask Buzzy that. You've actually said that to me. That was needed. That sometimes, sometimes war was necessary. Why? What did it accomplish? Population it wouldn't control. have been <laughs> accomplished otherwise. <laughs> Um, Please explain to me this situation because I really don't, I just don't understand it. There, Under any circumstance do I understand war being justified. Alright, let's, let, let me break this down to a small, very, very small level, okay? Let's say... It's never been on a small level, but, uh, but sure. I'm, I'm gonna try to make it understandable. Okay. Let's, let's bring this down to a small level, sure. alright? We live in Charlotte County. You have Sarasota County, right? Sure. Two different territories right those exist right so let's say let's say sarasota county decides that it wants the property of charlotte county and it comes in to take it would you defend charlotte county to make sure we and bring this to a higher level as you think of it but that's what war that's what produces war that's where war comes from somebody stupid but that's not the basis. It's not a territorial that's thing. That's what the basis of it's war should be. It's things in those territories. But, that's, but see, that's the problem. That's where we've gone. And, that, and that's not even it. They're even breaking it down to even less meaning than that. We they're, want they're, their shit. They're putting it over a moral circumstance. Like, so oh, we're the bad guy. Life. If you think about it, then we're the bad guy because we want their shit. We want their poppy. We want their oil. We want their lithium. But what does it solve at the end of the day? Nothing. Is what I'm asking. And, and, and when you're the aggressor, nothing. If you're protecting yourself, hopefully it's it prevents the aggressor from taking your stuff. But we, and, and Martin's probably yelling at his computer if he's still listening, <laughs> the U.S. is the aggressor in almost all of these wars, but we have to find a reason to be the aggressor. That's what we're seeing with Syria. That's what we saw with 9-11. That's what we saw with uh, the yellow cake. That's what we saw with the uh, babies out of the incubator. That's why I played mm-hmm. that 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 song I put together again, where I put three different events. It was leading up to wars that were all lies, and that's what that whole video was about. Well, actually, there's two in that. It's not a video; it's an audio. But there's two in that, and then that was the Gulf lead of us. Tonkin sinking a Lusitania. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would the, the Germans had put a, an ad in the paper. Saying, do not take this ship. Even the Spanish and American War, I can't remember. Was that the Lusitania? No, it was, uh, uh, no, it was World War One. Yeah, there was another ship in the Spanish American War that they blew up in the harbor. Yes, yes, yes. I, I can't remember the name pro- of the ship, but they, right, but right. right. But they what did this nameless been, ship produce? Like it what produced, happened? it produced the American people to want to go with, to war with Spain. Oh. That's where the Spanish American War accomplish? came from. Absolutely nothing. 
but it was again. No, surprise, no, actually, surprise. What do you think? Wait a minute. I think didn't it, didn't we get Texas, Texas, <laughs> New, New oh Mexico, my. Arizona, Cal- South you got Cal- California? Space. Awesome. But see, we weren't the aggressors in that well, yeah, war. They convinced us. And I'm telling you. See, what people don't see right now is we have right now we are the aggressors. Prior to now, frivolous. Listen, be quiet for a second. Prior to now, <laughs> if you go back to 9/11, if you go back to the Gulf of Tonkin, if you go back to, to Oklahoma to, City, to, yeah. Well, I'm going on a on a global level, not a regional level. Um, if you go, if you go back to um, um, uh, Pearl Harbor, if you go back to the Lusitania, as you go back, those were all used to not make us the aggressor. Now we have forget. We, so we, what? It still didn't it, accomplish anything. You missed the, the point of of the whole. I'm not missing Davis fuck you. all. I'm <laughs> telling you, it doesn't really accomplish you? anything but loss of life. That's it. Well, no, it got a lot of people rich. That's that's the goal of war is to make a small amount of people rich while controlling other resources. Because How is that's all it is? In your ass. I don't know. Well, what it really comes down to really? is Syria rolls three dice, we roll two, we collect a card at the end. We've got three cannons. We turn it in. and We get four extra men. <laughs> well, that was confusing. <laughs> yeah, you've never played Risk. No, I that's the one game Risk, I never I played. The, yeah, I got the, I got the reference. Super fun. Yeah, I've never played Risk. I've I, I just there was too much thinking for that game when I was right. younger. <laughs> I mean, I can't but get it's it, a man. game. Too much. It's a game, and it should be but, left as a game. Right. But the game was designed off of what governments do. The game was actually it's it's a real life scenario played yeah, out on a board. With real human beings losing lives. No, well, it's not that real <sighs> life, but you know, you get my point. Dave, are we keeping you awake? That's why I'm saying yes. it should be left as a game. <laughs> It should be yes, left alone are. because it doesn't accomplish anything. Scott, you got to just kind of jump in on the first. Making 52. a couple you, people you just... <laughs> heavier pocketed is not is not a good reasoning. It's not for a good us. reasoning for us, but it's but a good it, reasoning it is, for them. It is the reason. That's the Whether reason. It's good or not is irrelevant. That's the reason. I just don't understand why. Buzzy says. Buzzy says. I can tell you, Buzz. Hey, hey this is the word of the Buzzy. So, Buzzy says war is needed to defend your freedom. And rights and your family and friends. That's really? why war is well, needed. Well, here's the deal, Buzzy. The only people taking our freedoms away are the American government. It's not the government of another country telling us that, you know, we, we have to stick your, their fingers up our asses when we go fucking flying planes. It's not, the, <laughs> it's not another government telling us that, uh, you know, if you walk through New York, you look black, boom, they're going to stop and frisk you. That's that's our own government. Those are the only ones that could take our freedoms away. Syria bombing else. Syria is not taking your rights away. Right. Hate to tell you. But U.S. bombing Syria is taking the Syrians' rights away. That's Syria's issue. No, that's well, yeah, it's Syria's issue brought on by America. They don't want us there. No, they don't. It, we play that. How is us being involved? How is us? How is us launching a missile freedom? Fucking missile. Humanitarian missiles. Humanitarian, Humanitarian missile. Thank you. That's <laughs> so fucked nice up. Day. From the peace president. To say in one sentence, how is that accomplishing anything freedom related? Nothing. Please tell me. Nothing. nothing Please nothing. fucking well, tell me. Guess who's going to tell you? Guess it. who's going to tell you? Buzzy's going to tell you. Buzzy. Oh, there? thank you, Buzzy. Yes, because I'm completely blindsided by this whole thing. Okay. I'm excited. War is war is needed sometimes. 
did your thing like Oh, you're so freedom, full of shit. Your freedom, your rights, and your friends and your family. That's foreign and domestic. Go ahead, honey. Buzzy's here to talk to you. I was waiting for an explanation as to so, why. Uh, you're making a statement, but you're not telling me how this this happens. If, if, if you don't rise up against the foreign or domestic or defend yourself, they will walk all over you like they're doing now. So, so, so us launching, so us launching missiles into Syria is going to no. protect our freedom. I think Buzzy's calling for sure, war no. against the U.S. government. Sure, Buzzy, yeah. are you calling for war against the U.S. government? Oh, no, I wouldn't say that on a Verizon phone <laughs> at all. Pussy. <laughs> no, as it comes to Syria, no, we do not belong anywhere over in that Middle East. Them people have been fighting for thousands of years over religion and territory. It's none of our business. We need to take care of our own before we try to police the fucking world. Well, that's the truth. Goddamn, so Buzzy. So right. at what point, so what point Buzzy, is war justified? War is justified when they come to attack me and take my property and to kill my family, like what we're doing to other countries. That is when justified was the last war. Time, when was the last time a foreign country invaded us? When was the last time? Right, because it doesn't happen because we have so many guns in this country. It does. It will not happen. None of that fucking uh, Red Dawn shit uh, will happen here. Uh, that shit has not happened since the 1700s. So let's go there. The war of eight, uh, listen now, wasn't the War of 1812? Didn't we get invaded by uh, through Canada? Uh, it might be the wrong war, but no, yeah, it's yeah you're going and back far. Capital, yeah, you're you. Yeah, you're right. He is right on that one. There, that was the last invasion of America. Uh, I guess some people might say that. Uh, and how did that work out? We won. <laughs> Point the proven. American War. Uh, I think we won. Hey, hey, I was no wait. I got family. No, that was the Mexican Revolutionary War. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, would it be a dickhead move just to say, you know what, we're closing our borders. Nobody's allowed in. Nobody's allowed out. We're going to look out for America, and that's it. Yeah, it would be unfortunately because if you're a libertarian, you believe that there should be free and open borders no matter what. So. What would be that wrong would be with a being a true? What would be wrong with being a true humanitarian and respecting all life and not just the ones within our borders? They will come and walk all over you if you don't fight back. Show me evidence of when they're walking all over us. Nobody's done it since the War of 1812. All right. If everyone had a respect for all life, this shit would happen. So nobody's gonna walk on over us. We don't gotta do shit. But you let people in here, and we can make a better country than it was before, just by because you gotta understand, this is what made this country great, because all sorts of people came to the flock to this place and made it great because they're they're ass kicking ball busters. And if we have our if we have our guns. If we have our personal guns, we can defend ourselves from anybody that gets here that doesn't belong here. But I also believe in protecting our allies that are true allies to us. We have no allies. allies There's no true allies to us, first of all, Buzzy. They're allies to their elite buddies, and and they're going to, just like we saw Prescott Bush financing Hitler and, and helping out over there, just like we saw IBM making up the whole tracking system for the for the uh, uh, Jewish yeah. prisoners. The, it, it's about money. Do uh, you think uh, Canada is not our ally? Fuck Canada. For, 
Nobody's going hey, into sorry, Canada. Sorry, guys. Love you, but... What's well, Canada going to do? Canada, I'm just using them as an example because they're supposed to be our yeah, allies. You know what? I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with, you know, if, let's just say Russia came over the Bering Strait and started to fuck with... Well, actually, that, that hit Amer- uh, uh, Alaska first. But let's just say they, they fucked with... Well, uh, United, the US, uh, Canada. So. I could say, hey, let's let's go help them out, but let's do it voluntarily. You know, me, Sean, and and uh, his wife will jump in the fucking suburban and we'll drive north with all our guns. <laughs> you know, we're but don't pu- send my kid there. We're you pulling know, ourselves the out of this way too much. We're not recognizing the fact that no matter what country it is, these are men, women, and children. These are families. These are husbands, wives children you think of your wives you think of your children you think of your husbands it's not right to take another life for a cause we need to let humans be humans we need to take up our own space and let people live there is no all need right, so, for war it doesn't accomplish so fuck how do you all. make that happen how do you make uh, that happen people need to fucking wake up and realize that people need to be left <laughs> oh, alone now, Lexi, bottom line Poor told Jones needs to wake up because one day it will happen where foreign troops will try to march into the United States. Really? And let let them try, Buzzy. And with then what are you going to do? Just sit back and say, no, it's not right to kill when we're being it's invaded? It's not right. It doesn't accomplish, unless you're protecting yourself and your space, it is not right to take a life. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not right to it's tread over, go out of your way, and take innocent women, children, and men for a cause that you, you don't know all of the facts behind it. My, gover- my government of today, no, it is Wait, not right. If we right. march into Syria today, I have no qualms with somebody in Syria in taking American soldiers' lives because that's their space. If somebody you're, comes in my house, exactly I'm going right. to take I their life to protect my child. It is not right to go into someone else's space and take their life for a cause. It's just not. That's what I've been saying. I agree with that part. So you don't all think right. we should go to Syria either then, Buzzy? No, not at all. We don't need to be anywhere in the Middle East. I'm out. Not for special interests, not for nobody. Dave, say I'm goodbye a- to everybody. Goodbye, Bye, everybody. Dave. All right, so I'll, I'll go listen to you when I'm in bed, but uh, right, we're, we're, I'll be asleep probably at 12.06. <laughs> All right, brother, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for helping out. Later, tonight. man. Peace. Bye. Dave's bailing I, out. He's done. He's tired. I agree with I agree with what Lexi's saying. I, I, I truly believe that if we didn't have governments, I mean, obviously you've got to have rules, but I believe if we didn't have these governments that were money-hungry, grubbing assholes, I believe that at least 80% of the people in the world could sit and get along and and have a good life because most people, even in other countries, it's not that people are dumb here in their mundane lives. It's people are just trying to make a living, and I believe that other people in other countries are trying to do the same thing. I'm, I'm being an asshole when I say close the borders, but I, I truly believe that we could all get along if it wasn't for these fascist fucking assholes in offices. Well, and a lot of people here in our country, which doesn't happen in other countries, are, are overly distracted with the bread and circus. Now, I don't know if you've heard that term before or not, Scott, but bread and circus is, is basically what they did in the Roman times. They brought everybody in the Coliseum, they threw bread and, and, and uh, fruit to them in the stands, and then they entertain them with the gladiators. You think that's what other countries are distracted with? No, I think that's what we're distracted with. We're the, distracted the with that. But let me tell you, other what countries other are a countries, lot more aware than we are. 
Other countries are more aware because their children's mandibles are being blown off by U.S. soldiers. You can go and find it on the internet if you haven't already. But we are blowing up men, women, and children. Innocent men, women, and children. It's angering. It's bothersome. It's bullshit. This isn't accomplishing all, anything. We're not the only ones doing it, but we are the main proprietor. And we're, we are perpetuating war. We are trying to extend what we have already done that is wrong and it's fucked up and we shouldn't be doing it and we shouldn't be going there. It's fucking wrong. The whole thing is wrong. No matter who's involved, whether it's you or me or anyone else, it's not our fucking issue. We shouldn't so be there. So was it wrong for us to go kill Hitler? But see, Buzzy, that wasn't our time, man. Wait, no, wait, That's no, a whole on, different hold on, hold on. situation. Hold on, hold on, Buzzy. First of all, in the 1920s, one of the biggest parties in America, political parties in America, was the was the Nazi Party. Majority of America, up until the Reichstag fire and when Hitler invaded Poland, supported Hitler 100. percent Prescott the Bush. US? supported Hitler. Prescott Bush and very many other well-named or well-known bankers and things like that financed Hitler throughout the war. And the reason why? Tell me why. I think I know, but you tell me. To make money. Exactly. It's all about money. They don't care. That, but your that's... average American citizen did not support Hitler. No, they did not prior to the Jews. prior to the war starting, they did. Prior to the war, when he, he did some great things, and I'm not standing up to Hitler saying he's a good guy, but he actually did some great things for his country. It's when so he... did uh, Gaddafi. Oh, yes, he did. He out. Yes. He gave I out mean... free electricity. He gave out free money. He gave out free gas. Yep, absolutely. You're, you're right. Well, you have to admit, without Hitler, we wouldn't have... We wouldn't have a lot of things that we have today when it comes to like medicines and different things like that. Not that I'm saying they're all great and dandy and shit, but with the asshole way he did things, there was some, there was some development that was needed. Yeah, we wouldn't have the nuclear bomb either because you know where the nuclear bomb got designed from? <laughs> Operation oh, yeah. Paperclip. Operation Paperclip was bringing scientists from Germany over to what America to help it, it design the, the nuclear bomb. That accomplished well, that, great that things. Past uh, history. None of us had control over past history. No. And none of us have uh, control uh, over current today, history. Though, current history, we do somewhat have a control over if we would stand up and fight together. But, but like everybody knows, everybody in America is too busy trying to make a living, and a lot of them are still brainwashed. Well, and yeah. they don't, an, an American does not care what happens until it happens to him. I would just like to know, throughout history, you can pick any war you want. What good was accomplished through the loss of life? What? Well, the only 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 war that I I don't know a whole lot about it, but the Civil War, I I, I believe it, it it freed up a lot of the uh, a lot of the I, I want to say the slaves. Um, because that's what it really came down to at that point, isn't it, or is it not? No, well, that was not, not that war no. was about. That that war was actually they try to throw the slavery in your face, but the main reason that war was started was over the taxation over uh, goods being moved from the south to the north. Money. 
So it, it was all based on tariffs and trade. All wars are over money and religion. Yep, exactly. And power. Yeah, buzzard, Which, it's over religion. Well, I, I've well, always said I don't believe in organized religion. If the Bible has any truth to it at all, right now is the time to start reading Revelations. Well, and it does. Believe it or not, that's my belief, you don't have to. I have no qualms with moral, you know, ability there. If that's what, you know, if you... Moral if you, ability there. Well, if you find some sort of, you know, comfort in your morality through religion or organized religion, I'm not going to knock it. I don't subscribe to it, but... You know, I don't. If, if that's your game, go for it. But organized religion, all that is control and money. Well, you know, the, he's right. There, there are people that are involved in organized religion. There are, do... there are some preachers that are not in it for the money. They're not in it for the. They, right. they strongly believe it in it for God. And there's people that follow them that that go every Sunday to listen to them. Thank you, Sean, for your you know introduction. But there's so many of them. If you you if you don't believe the way they do, they think you're going to hell. That's, that's fine. Buzzy, that's Buzzy, don't you think Lexi and I are going to hell because we don't you know really believe in God? No. Oh, so we're well, not going to hell. I don't know. Yay! That's not me. That's not me to judge. <laughs> do you believe in anything? Because. I mean, the way I, I look at it. No, I think well, he's asking me. There, well, wait, wait, wait. I want to see I, Michelle Castle. I want to see her face. The reason I ask if you believe in anything is because the one true thing that we have, everybody believes in something, okay? And the moral is, you know, uh, be a outst- you know an upstanding uh, person in life, uh, be kind to your uh, your fellow man, and you know, just live a good life. And that's pretty much all religions, uh, no matter what what name you put on it. So I believe there may be some kind of higher power, but exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't want I don't to put believe a name God on it. is a guy, is an old guy sitting up on top of the cloud with a long gray beard. God is a creator. Whoever created us, I don't know. It may be an alien. Who knows? Oh, see, I, I used to believe that and not that I want to go down the alien thing, but it was, it was really weird for a long time. I, and this was when I was younger. I told my parents, you know, I really believe that we're just a big science experiment for the aliens. And that's what if we a, are the aliens? Alien ant farm. Well, yeah, exactly, Scott. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what? because you, you look at life, you always have these ups and downs, and they always are there. They never go away. You have the high points and the low points throughout life. What if that's an experiment that's, you know, The point is, us? there is life after death. What kind of life? I don't know. Well, I we do don't know that for sure. I do. I do. I do, well, what did those I believe in soul. Do you believe you have a soul, honey? Do you believe that a human has a soul, that an animal has a soul? I believe that there's a soul. Now, does that mean I believe in religion? I believe in spirit. Well, that would be your soul. Spirit, soul, same thing. I believe soul is just your conscience. Well. So what you're saying, Scotty, then when you I think die, I've you seen spiritual beings. Nothing else. I believe in spiritual on, beings. But, but, I believe that I've seen spiritual beings in their afterlife as we see it. Um, what controls it? What's the so higher power? you think power? we just wander around Where the planet? Where does it come from? I don't know. When we, when we die, you think I, we just wander around the planet then? That's... I don't know. I don't know what happens. I seriously don't know. I believe so that's I'm, I'm I not believe going that's misplaced to presume energy. to know. Misplaced energy? Yeah. 
Maybe we should talk to Mallard talk. about that. We're going to talk to Mallard Maybe about that? Maybe we should talk yeah, to Mallard about that. Yeah, but wander the planet. Some souls go on to another realm. Well, different so realms. What's that girl's name? Sylvia uh, Silver or something. I can't remember her name right off the top. She claims, she claims that there's actually levels of life and that once we die here, that we move up to the next level and that we won't, uh, like how we're sitting here conversating right now vocally, we won't do that. We will be able to, uh, talk through our, our minds and that we will have, uh, other kind of, I don't want to call it powers. Um, but I mean, that's the easiest way to describe it. Um, but that there's levels in life and, uh, Actually, I've read some books about that in different ways. They they talk about different levels of hell. They talk about different levels of heaven, and they uh, some people describe it as okay. When you die, uh, you have a DRM, or is it DRM that comes out of your uh, that secretes from the brain? Is it the DRM? Is D- that DM- what it's called? DMT. DMT. That that you, when you die, that that DMT actually is you're in a long sleep, and that that DMT takes you into a dream. Or uh, some kind of like, some kind of like dream thing, but I, I can't describe it completely. But that you're 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 in a forever sleep, and whatever kind of a person you were when you died, that's what that 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 dream sequence will remain. Hmm. It's interesting. That would make a lot of sense to me. Hold on, Tony's got some. Okay, if you ever pay attention to like ancient civilizations and different things like the Egypts have a death of book a book death. Egyptians. Okay. It it describes the stages that you go through in order to get to your other life. And they're not the only religion with that. That's true. Or other culture with that, shall I say. Who who is this person talking right now? That's my wife. Oh hi wife. Hello. That's Tony. <laughs> Look, you're talking about stuff I watch all the time. Hell yeah. I'm interested in all of this. I watch all the ancient aliens, all the ancient civilizations, all the, uh, like, bandit from the Bibles and books like that. So. Yeah, I'm into that. I'm a history buff. <laughs> well, my grandparents, my grandmother in particular, um, has always been obsessed throughout her lifetime with uh, Tutankhamun, the whole Egyptian... Uh, thing she's subscribed fully into that. She is Christian by, you know, if you were to ask her what she was, but if you really sit down and talk to her, she has a whole collection of all these Egyptian things. And they did have a, you know, at least to me, a true understanding of what the afterlife was. And if any culture really invested uh, their life into something and understanding the afterlife. It was the Egyptians. Um, and I think that they gave uh, us the truest sense of that. You don't have to. And I don't necessarily either. I'm more scientific in nature. I, I do believe that, you know, you, you don't really know your afterlife until you get there. Um, I still question it daily. However, the Egyptians do offer the most evidence as far as all that's concerned. Um, and I do think that you go into sort of a dream state when you die. Um, most people that have died and have been resuscitated will explain the same sort of scenarios that the, the Egyptians did, um, describe. Um, but it is unique and interesting and I'm definitely into that. Well, you'll have to do that on your show one night. Yeah. Uh 
I'm going to send you a link in a couple of days. I got to I got to find it again. Back in like 1977, 1978, this uh, this guy, he uh, he had a I, I call it a dream sequence, but he was guided through uh, the different levels. Like I was talking about the different levels, and actually by what he described, uh, what we would call heaven, there was different levels. There was actually demons in heaven um, in different levels because you still had to play the evil off of good no matter what. It's a very yeah. interesting story. It's a very interesting story. I don't, I, you know, I can't call whether it's bullshit or not, but it, it'll pique your interest a whole lot. Now, I'll find it here in the next couple of days and send it to you, Lexi. Well, you have to know the good with the bad. Otherwise, what is the good? If you don't know what bad is, then you don't know what can, good how is. How can you enjoy the good? I mean, it has to be there. It's Unfortunately, just, it is what it is. And, I don't care who you are. Not to but bring, it has to be there. Not to bring more bad to everything, but we're going to wrap this up now. So, Buzzy, you first. Follow the way of the buzzard. <laughs> All right, brother. <laughs> Follow the way of the buzzard. All right, later. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Have Love a good you, night. Buzzy. Later. And Scott A. Um, do you have intentions of doing anything, or are you done? No, man, I, I got my, uh, I sat on line with spatial audio for two days and I finally got them to give me my broadcaster pro because I had paid for it. Um, and I went through and I did all the settings and everything on it today. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try running it through and see how it, uh, works and everything like that. Do a little test running and stuff. And, uh, you know, if I can't get it to work, then I'll just kick up butt and start playing some music and bullshit. And if people want to call in, you know, hey man, we can call in and bullshit or do whatever. All right, so you guys will have some more live content here in about 5, 10, 15 minutes or so. So uh, stick around. Scott, I appreciate your uh, participation tonight. Well, I appreciate you letting me. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, all right, man? All right, brother. You guys have a good night. Good night, Lexi. Good night, good uh, night. Sean. Good, good night, night Scotty's wife. Good night. <laughs> good night. <laughs> and there they go. Guys, I appreciate you joining us here on the First 52 tonight. Uh, it's been a very active show. Uh, uh, very Love busy. Being so being much fun. Things. Oh, what the hell I do here? I don't know. It's being fun. It's been fun. It'd still be fun if I can figure out how to work the damn board. You think after all this time, I'd have this down by now? But uh, I obviously don't. I, I think don't. Buzzy That's thinks we're like Satan worshippers or something. Love you guys so much. Why Thanks. First fifty-two is the diggity. I've got songs that just don't want to load for some reason tonight, and I don't get why. So anyway, you guys have been listening to First 50 on RazRadioLive.com. Uh, we'll be back next week, of course. We'll be and we here. love you. And, uh, of course. And we love you. And stick around for uh, some Scotty. We're going to give you some music. Some Scotty. <laughs> stick around for some Scotty. Get you some Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Love you.